As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Proud members of the Dread Central Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. To Kim and Cat, stay alive. Maybe we're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. And I, Ketrin Porter, am going to be the teller of the tale. I'm Kim Burns, and I'm going to try to stay alive. Yeah. Hi, Sammies. How's everyone? I missed you. We're recording on a later date, and so it feels like it's been longer. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I love you all. I hope everyone's having a good day, a good week. So grateful for all of you. And Aww. your earballs and your heart balls. I uh, yep, I'm grateful for all of your balls. Uh, Sammy's. 100% of your balls. This is just ball love up in here. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> good. That's good. Good, good, good. How am I? I'm good. I'm halfway to a. I'm halfway to vaccinated. Woohoo! I'm Carol's very excited. Posted. Carol's <laughs> post it. I feel like I want to save story. it and frame it. Okay, I will tell the story. I think it was too. It was a little too painful because I realized like the last time that I like sort of told it, I like didn't tell the story because I was still traumatized. So. Well, yeah, you can just go through the basics. Yeah. The most so, important part is the post-it, obviously. Yes. So it's difficult to make an, an appointment out here right now. Um, so you just kind of have to refresh the website for four hours. So here's hoping you have like f- four hours to just sit and refresh a website. Um, finally got an appointment. I was so excited. The only one I could get was like an hour away. S- drove there. Eric came with me, stood in line for an hour, had my little QR code, got up there, sat down, rolled up my sleeve, and he said, have you had a vaccine in the last 14 days? And I said, oh, yeah, on the, like, computer survey, I clicked yes, I I got a flu shot. You shouldn't have been able to make an appointment. (laughs) And then fire came out of my eyeballs, and I ruined all the other vaccines in the entire place. No, I didn't. I got very upset. And some very nice woman saw me upset and she walked me over to the computer and she said, I will make you another appointment. And I said, 
great. So she went in, boop, 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 boop. She put in my name and I said, great, will I get a confirmation? And she said, no, because it's a walk up. And I said, okay, can I take a picture of my name in the computer? No, ma'am, it's confidential. Okay, Carol, well, how do I know (laughs) that I can come back and that I will be accepted for my vaccine? And this very nice lady handed me a post-it with the dates and times on it and said, just show them this. No signature, nothing no else. stamp, nothing else. I just don't think a, Kim believed me when I said, like, literally, it's just a post-it with two dates and two times on it. <laughs> she said, you'll be fine. Well, I was dubious, but I went back with nothing but Carol's post-it to my name, and I got my first vaccine. <laughs> Carol's post-it! Carol's post-it! But you better believe, also, I saw, I don't know if I told you this part, but I saw her. And I was like clocking her because I was waiting for someone to give me shit about this post-it. And I did see the back of her coat. It says leader. So she was like, I know what's up. Yeah, Carol is. take care of you. Carol is the boss lady. Carol's post-it is our new term for the universe. Yep. Hashtag Carol's post-it. Trusting Carol's post-it. Trusting Carol's post-it. Because she's like, I have to drive again. And we're like, you just have to trust in Carol's post-it. Yeah, you really do. You really do. So everyone... Just believe. And you'll get on a post-it. Yeah. And believe. Also, (laughs) Eric and I uh, booked a little Airbnb for our anniversary, which we haven't celebrated in four years. That's fun. Yeah. Where? (laughs) Like Santa Clarita. Like literally like not a vacation destination, but the house is just like a private house with a pool and a hot tub. Oh, nice. That's all I needed. Pool and a hot tub. That's it. So very excited about that. Cool. Yeah. It's in like Castaic, California. Like it's none of those mean I'm anything at, to me. That's kind of my point. It's like <laughs> it doesn't. What is this place? So I'm kind of curious to just like see what's around me. Like, is it just like a desert wasteland with like a little oasis in the center of it? Is it gonna Maybe be warm though. May 31st. Oh, OK. So May 31st. When are we? March. We are still in March, my love, which is cray. Because I'm like, you could tell me that it's August or December. And I'd be like, both seem probable. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. When are we? Check my post-it. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am? Oh, my gosh. I love it. When does my post-it say we are? (laughs) Now I kind of want to, like, make a T-shirt that's, like, a picture of a post-it, and it says hashtag trust in Carol's post-it. I love it. I I, I want one. I kind of – I'm going to make it for myself. I think that would be really cute. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I um, haven't gotten a bike. Uh, I don't know what I've done. Oh, a poor man's Peloton. I uh, I was thinking, like, a bike. Like, like I was like, are you taking up – a bicycle? Biking? I actually do have a bicycle. I have a beach cruiser. Oh, yeah, I you don't ride around my non-beach neighborhood anymore. But yeah. <laughs> uh, are you, have you just not gotten around to it? Or are you contemplating your poor men's Peloton life? You know, I think this will surprise you. Do tell. But I'm having a little bit of indecision holding No back. shit. No fucking way. Between Here's what two I find options. 
But do you want to send them to me and I can help you narrow it's, them down? Yeah. Okay. It's this. It's the same bike. It's just like the newer version versus the older version. And there is a different uh, pricing option. Like for mm. the first year, it would be the same price. And then one would go up after okay. that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll take a look at it. Tell me nothing else. I will look at it with fresh eyes and give <laughs> you my opinion. Also, I find it really funny having this conversation. You always post those like, which is it? Libra or Sagittarius? Kim or Ket? On like Instagram. uh uh-huh. uh-huh. I find it that like my zodiac Libra is, is, is yeah, supposed all to about be indecision. indecision. Everything I, I there's so much that I read that's like that. It and it's and that's it's the opposite it, for us. Yeah, it doesn't ring true with me at all. I mean, the only thing that I can say is I do hate making decisions, but that doesn't make me indecisive. It means that I want the decision off the table, so I make one very quickly. Like I don't like having decisions over my head, so maybe that's Oh, yeah, that seems interestingly viable. Yeah, like to me, I would prefer between two like very close decisions, I would prefer to like make maybe the wrong decision just as long as the decision is no longer hanging over my head. Yeah, I don't want to make the wrong decision. Right. So maybe <laughs> maybe I am more Libra than I thought. <laughs> Like, I'll just sit in it. Yeah, like, I'm just like, this is the worst feeling I could possibly imagine. (laughs) So I I think I had talked about this person of, like, someone taking me on, like, really thoughtful dates of, like, different, like, things, like, nice quarantine dates. And they Mm -hmm. were thoughtful and kind and a really nice guy. Um, I did have to end things. And then this week happened. Mm -hmm. So it was mm, like a week ago, I guess. So it was before, I think it was like the last day that we recorded. So it was like, yes, before, because we're in it. We're in the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Truly in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So uh, it's so weird to talk about. So, he said he sent me a joke like it was this voicemail it was very confusing a he sent it to me while we were on like zoom facetime or whatever so he's i'm on camera reacting and i it, it was racist it was a racist joke and a it's like this weird voicemail thing so he's like my dad sent me this um and i so the whole time I'm thinking it's his dad. So then I'm like, okay, his dad's racist. And then he said, okay, like, I'm just like process, I'm processing <laughs> yeah. so much on camera, like just being like on a and date. Guys, like <laughs> that is not Kim's like, that's not I how need, Kim likes I need to, to sleep things. on things. Yes. She I'm doesn't a, like to process in real time on <laughs> camera. That's like Kim's worst nightmare. <laughs> I don't like to process in real time off camera. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I need a day or a week. To <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, what the fuck? And then I was like, okay, so wait, your dad, what? And then he's like, no, that's not my dad. It's a joke. And I was like, what? And then he had to like explain the joke to me. And I was like, oh. And needless to say, it was about, it was definitely like racist against. um, Anti-Asian. Anti-Asian, yeah. And um, I obviously didn't think it was funny. Yeah, it was tough. And I was like, and this was truly an outlier. Like everything else about this person was like, 
really great. And he was like self-reflective and like into personal growth and stuff. And uh, we had lots of talks about it. Like I really, like I ha- I did have to kind of like, I, I, tr- I, I was, I was this in the moment and then I had to think about it. And like, I literally couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, we need to talk about it. And I said, like, that was racist and it is not fucking okay with me. And that is like never okay with me. And he didn't think it was racist, which yeah. was not the response I expected. I kind of expected him to honestly like be like, you know what? I thought about it. It was kind of a blind, blind spot and I didn't really know it until you called it out. But now that I'm so good at self-reflection, I have reflected. I forgot to tell you, too, because at one point – so then he goes into all of these things of comparing it to all these other comedians. So it's back and forth of, like, he sends me some tweet from someone else and then fucking brings up the Chappelle show. And I was like – First of all, you guys probably don't know. racist joke is not the Chappelle show. Yeah. And, like, Kim and I are, like – I mean, I've seen quoted, every episode. Yeah, we, we quoted, quoted Chappelle's yeah. show for going on 20 years now. Yeah. So. And so his whole thing, though, not to be like, that's what I think was also the issue, because then it came down to like not trying to like self-reflect on why did why does she think it is it racist? You know what I mean? Not taking the time to really think about it. Like if someone calls you out to be like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, that would not feel good. I fuck it. I know. Like, please call me out, but I yeah. know that I would feel fucking horrible. I'd want to fucking crawl into a hole in the ground. 100%. Because he also did the thing that white people do, where he's like, "But I've taken classes on this because of my job, and like, you know, I consider myself to be anti-racist." And I was like, "But this was like overtly racist, overtly <laughs> like, racist." And um, so uh, <sighs> it was. It was, I don't know. And so, but he kept trying to find my line to be like, (laughs) well, I just want to make sure, you know, that I don't, like, if I'm into humor that quote unquote pushes the boundaries or is like quote unquote offensive humor, um, like, and he's like, you know, like, I just watched this episode of the Chappelle show and just sitting, you think like sitting next to me, like thinking that it's like the voicemail and I, or the, the joke thing. And I was like what yeah. like ew, ah! they're the opposite and then you're like yeah. using the sh- like i'm like the Chappelle show is social commentary like he's right. a genius he's yeah. using that and then he's white making people fun of racists that yeah, is the difference the butt of the joke is racists whereas yeah. the butt of the joke of his thing was asian people that right. is the difference and so uh yeah and i told him i was like basically like I straight up ended things like completely like especially right then and there like I was just like this isn't gonna work you know I was like there's a difference between because basically I'm like my line is racism but we can't decide where that is basically (laughs) right yeah but I was like there's a difference between social commentary and like um like giving like like giving truth to power kind of thing versus like like the othering of an entire group of people that's been hate crimes against Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like those are two very different things, even in comedy. Um, and, he and we didn't can't seem decide where that, like, yeah, we can't agree where that is. So, like, yeah. this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I forgot to tell you, Catherine. So, I saw my friend who is a coach um, mm. 
uh, the other day. And because at one point he was like, I really like you. And this is like my growth mindset at work, trying to like figure out where your line is. Da, 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 da. And she was like, that's not a growth mindset. She no. was like, a growth mindset is him thinking about himself yes, and saying, not thinking about you. Yeah. Not trying to figure out my line. So you can keep dating me. It's like, yeah. no, it's trying, it would be self-reflecting and being like, why why does she feel this way? Like, is that, yeah. is there truth to what she's saying, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. There's just that. It was just a lot. So anyway, I completely ended things with him, like 100% over this racist this, joke. Yeah. Like this one thing. Um, and he was a really nice guy otherwise, like literally treated me like so, so many great things. Yeah. But I don't know. I have zero tolerance for that. There's just no like that's a boundary that you can't yeah, cross. Of course. Um, and so yeah, I have been thinking about it a lot this week because then of course everything that happened in Atlanta um and like obviously I don't speak to him but I'm like I do really really wonder and hope that that he's reflecting. Maybe he's reflecting like because a if someone literally breaks up with you like we went on a couple of days like I was like breakup is you know but just stops dating you over this one thing and then also at the same time like something like that happened like you know what I mean like I don't know I I really 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 hope that he's like taking some time to like recognize that and like can hopefully instead of being defensive which is clearly what he was doing and trying to like find the line so he could defend his quote-unquote sense of humor and and because you said it, it's like super uncomfortable for someone to call you out on a blind spot. So of I get course. it that he would be defensive. But like, right. yeah, I this was so well scripted, like the series of events That's for crazy. him that it's like the universe, bro, the universe scripted out a lesson for you. Mm-hmm. Like, here it is. And I saw our friend Lonnie yesterday and we were talking about it. And he's like, honestly, like, that's like so important because there's huge things that like people can do but I feel like we all feel overwhelmed and it's just like we can try to donate if we have the money but mm-hmm. not all of but us who do. has the money yeah. and like um some people do and some people have time and some people have this and there's just so much and it feels really overwhelming but he's like yeah but like amongst your white friends call them out yeah and amongst your your group of dudes call them out you know yeah. like just don't let those things fly and like he's like that's like can make some of the biggest differences almost more than like anything else because it's like getting into like the insidious like smaller parts of it where people feel quote-unquote safe yeah um I'm also gonna make a weird recommendation I can't believe I'm saying this cousin this is dedicated to you (laughs) um and this is not a joke even if you don't watch The Bachelor I'm going to recommend that everyone watch after the final rose of this season Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. The episode. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to recommend that everyone watch after the final rose from start to finish of The Bachelor, for sure. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, that's what I was going to say. Like Kim and I are not above things being pointed out. Speaking of after the final rose, I said something about uh, the Bachelor's beard. I really didn't like it. And Eric goes, "You can't comment on black people's hair, dude." And I was like, no, it's he's like, you can't comment on black people's hair, dude. And then a girl walks out and Eric goes, not what I would wear if I was blah, blah, blah. And I was like, can't comment on what a girl wears, dude. And he was like, touche. So we both like <laughs> called each other out at the exact same time and both went, ah, oh, thank you. 
Uh, Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, that was um, that was just something that happened in my week, and it was very. Uh, it took up a lot of energy and heart and yeah. life and things and sleep because I was like, "You poor thing." Yeah, I can't imagine the fucking sleep you lost. I didn't. I just. Oh, I did. It. I lost sleep about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did wake up thinking about it sometimes, but yeah, yeah, I, I work really hard not to let that happen anymore. Good for you. Well, do you want to hear about a really delightfully dumb movie? Yeah, it's so dumb. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Uh, so this is a uh, Patreon pick. I asked for what is the least social commentary movie y'all can recommend me and y'all did not fail that's what i'm gonna say about that uh i watched the house on sorority row it uh came out in 1982 feels like 1978 Mm -hmm. uh it was directed by mark rossman uh written and directed or i'm sorry Written and directed by Mark Rossman. Written also by Bobby Fine. Um, and when we get to the character Vicky, I'll give you a fun fact about her. So if I forget, remind me. I'll put a crystal in it. Thank you. Thank you. Please, please put a crystal in it um, on Carol's post-it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Dead or alive? Katie. Dead. Vicky. Alive. Liz. Dead. Jeannie. Alive. That's my mom's name. That is your mom. Spelled differently, but yes. Uh, Diane. Dead. Mrs. Slater. Dead. Doctor. Alive. Eric. Mm, Dead. Wow. As delightfully bad as this movie was. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Here we go. June 19th. Juneteenth, if you will. Mm. 1961. Full moon, rain, and everything is blue. The lighting is very Dario Argento, but only blue. Um, and we see a woman in a bed writhing in pain and a doctor's car pulls up to like a big house and he's walking up the stairs with the nurse and he's like, I told you to keep an eye on her. And the nurse is like, it came on so suddenly. And then we go up and we see that it's like a big pregnant belly, like the woman writhing in pain, big pregnant Mm -hmm. belly. And the doctor says, we may still have a chance. Get her ready. (laughs) And then we see just like. A scalpel being put to the belly Ooh. with no anesthesia at Ouch. all. Like, no, Ouch. That is just occurring to me right now. I think this lady got a fucking cesarean section with no anesthesia. Wow, this movie is different now. Holy shit. Maybe they just skipped that part. Mm. Yes, let's say that. So, I mean, at go. least like the, the pokey pokey needle pain lessness. I'm sorry? 
<laughs> the pokey pokey needle painless. Do you want to get that a take two? Yeah. <laughs> I um, meant she, what I said. I if said I, what I meant. If I remember correctly, I feel like it was still a little bit writhy while the scalpel was coming down. You know what? We can just move on. Um, so now we cut to the same woman now asleep in the bed. And she wakes up and she's like, Doctor, may I see my baby? And the doctor's standing over her bed and just looks down. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and like a scream that echoes through the universe. No. Cut to present day, I guess, because it's no longer blue. And it's someone running across an expansive, beautiful college campus. Definitely one of the elites, possibly Ivy League. That's how the campus looked. And we're running across the yard to, like, Disney princess music. Um, Interesting. And over the credits, we just have a bunch of close-ups of girls doing girl things, okay? <laughs> like what? So, oh, I'll tell you. What do girls so first, like? first, we see them in their gr- white graduation robes, and they're, like, standing on the steps of the house, like, getting their picture taken. Then we see them putting on lipstick, Then we see them packing up too many clothes. How am I going to fit these all in my suitcase? (laughs) And then we see them painting their fingernails. And then we see them painting their toenails badly. I mean, it looks like Uh, your five-year-old niece painting your toenail. (laughs) Then we see shaving their legs. Then we see blow drying their hair. And then we see them putting sheets over furniture. Like, as if to preserve it. Oh, like they're leaving. Yeah. Okay. Up to that point, I was like, not going to lie. These are all things I do. And I'm a girl. I do some of them. I don't do a ton of nail polishing or blow drying. But the rest of it, sure. Yeah, I don't blow dry hair anymore. But um, Yeah. And I rarely shave, if we're being honest. Look, I'm not saying I do all of these things consistently. I'm just saying they're all things I do. Answer for yourself, Kim. Are you a woman or are you not? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a sorority sister. I never was. (laughs) Um, So now we cut to mom, a mom, helping a daughter pack up her room. Okay. And it's in this giant mansion of a sorority house. I know we've talked about sorority houses before. This is like a literal mansion It is a house that looks like it has 20 bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, And like she's got a giant fucking room. Like it was literally like in the towers, Kim, we had like a suite connected by a bathroom. It would have been like as if both suites were one room and only one person stayed there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's some movie I did where it felt like that, too. And I was like, what is this? Like there was like a chandelier in the the room. And I was like, what? What college is this? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some exist like that. I'm sure they do. I just, yeah. Um, So mom is talking. No, we were absolutely not. Um, We were absolutely not. So mom is like looking out the window and you can see out her window. This girl's name is Katie. So it's Katie's mom looking out the window and we see a pool outside. It looks gross. It is a mosquito hotel. It is the Coachella of mosquitoes. Of mosquitoes. Oh, no. Okay. 
So it's got a swamp-like quality to it. It's yeah. not like like pool at my house when I like wouldn't vacuum it or skim it often enough. It's not like that. You could still tell like it's chlorinated and sanitary to swim in. This was not the case. Why don't they have a pool guy? Well, here's why. Uh, because mom is like, what the fuck's with your pool? And Katie says, Mrs. Slater won't clean it because we don't use it. But how are we supposed to use it if she doesn't clean it? And I said, touche, Katie. real catch-22. Answer for yourself, Mrs. Slater. Can you fucking imagine my ire if I was in a place with a pool and it wasn't cleaned and I couldn't use it? You would just use it and I would would force her to clean it. That's one. You're like swimming in the swamp and you're just like. Hello, Mrs. Slater. Literally. I would just be treading water in rage, staring at her for hours. You get a staph infection. Yeah, and I'd be like, this is your staph staph infection, Mrs. Slater. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And mom is like, sounds like Mrs. Slater. So it sounds like Mrs. Slater has been the sorority mom for this house for a long time. Okay. And... Now mom is talking about, oh, well, you can use the pool when you come home. And Katie is like, I'm not coming home, mom. And mom is like, well, what are you going to do? She's like, I don't know, but I want to figure it out on my own. (laughs) And so then Vicky comes to the door. She's like, Katie, come here. So she pulls Katie over and she's like, hey, we're all going to stay till Friday to set up for the party. And Katie's like, uh... Katie's kind of like, I can't, or like, doesn't Mrs. Slater close the house on June 19th? Like, what, you know, I can't. And Vicky is like, no, you're staying, you're helping set up for the party, and don't worry about finding a date for Friday because I fixed you up. Ha, bye. That's Vicky. So now we cut to a woman walking with a cane into a hospital. And she, like, kind of stops and solemnly watches a little boy bouncing a ball outside poorly. Um, <laughs> Judgments. <laughs> Judgments on this He wasn't a good dribbler. Like, like, objectively speaking, he was bad at dribbling that ball. Um, and now we – so now we cut to inside. And we see the same doctor from the beginning answering <gasps> – Doctor, answering I don't his, use doctor I don't use anesthesia painlessness needles. yes doctor doctor I don't use epidurals that was the word well I don't um, know that they, they didn't have epidurals in 1961 they didn't I you know what Post-mortem. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually only saying this because of Call the Midwife, but that might have just been in like that part of London. But like, right. they didn't seem to have a lot of stuff like that. But they did have, they would just poke you with like a needle. And then oh. they had the breathy, soundy thing. Breathy, soundy thing. Breathy, soundy thing? Um, Breathe and But sound. that was like new and like exciting at one point oh, in time Call the Midwife. So, okay. Well, now I'm actually very excited to research epidurals. I've always wanted to know how they work, The like what the, Anyway, yeah, okay. An actual epidural, I don't think they had them. But we'll find out. Can't wait. Yeah. So he answers the phone and is like, send her back. No. So now we cut to. (laughs) 
Got it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, when you said send her back, I thought you meant like return. <laughs> return, return her. Return her. <laughs> I'd like to return this. But you what meant is, send her back here towards yes. me. What is the I'm return policy more like, on this? Accept, I accept her, not, not, <laughs> yes. not send her away. Got it. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Great. So <laughs> I love that though. Can I send her back? Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are some people I'd like to send back. I was just thinking that. There's a lot of people I'd like to return for a full week on. <laughs> so we now cut to like clearly the doctor and this woman have met and now she's leaving his office. Okay. And he's like, I wish you'd reconsider. And he really talks like that. Like he really talks like sort of like a very overly dramatic doctor from a soap opera. Right. If you can kind of hear that cadence. I can. And Mrs. Slater, we learn this is Mrs. Slater. Oh, hello. Is like, Clean I'll be, s- yep. She's like, I'll be spending this summer like I spend all summers. No one will be at the house. It's closed for three months. And the doctor says, but here we can handle anything that might happen because your condition is getting worse. And she says, if you stop me from living as I please, I'll see that what you did will be remembered. <gasps> what did you do? So then the doctor gives her like for lack of a better term dog tags like basically it's like a medical id bracelet but it's a necklace and he's like just promise you'll wear this and she leaves it's a collar uh dog dog tag yep got it um so now we cut to vicky and she is climbing up to the attic of a barn okay so this is where like all of the hay bales would be and you throw them mm-hmm. down to put them in the field okay and a boy climbs up with her and the boy has a gun what? question mark a handgun and she's like is this deserted enough for you what <laughs> for you to shoot me i don't know and we learn that she wants to learn how to shoot a gun Oh, okay. So he hands her the gun with presumably no instruction. Uh, And as people who have been instructed on how to fire a gun, there is an overbearing amount of instruction that happens. Understandably so. You're holding a weapon. He basically just hands it to her like a tamale and she holds it up. You know how you casually hand tamales to people. Yeah, I just always hand tamales to people. (laughs) Hey, you want a tamale? Yeah, tamale's here. And so she's aiming it at like pass a hay bale. Yeah, pass down the tamale. Uh, she's aiming at it like a hay bale. And he's like all up on her, like kissing on mm-hmm. her neck. And I was like, also not something that happens in gun instruction. But uh, and she misses like she, she she's a bad shot. And so she's like, God, get off me. And so then once he's off of her, she's like, pew, pew, pew. I hit everything I aim at. Oh. So Vicky's a natural at shooting guns. But not when you kiss in on her. Right? That's her kryptonite. So her kiss tonight. Goodbye. <laughs> um, so then as like the gun is about to go off, we hear a champagne pop and we cut to the next scene. Neat. Very creative. And it's six, the six sorority chicks sitting around in their 
table t- table hats. Oh, like graduation caps? Yeah, yes. Cap and gown? And, cap and gown. Yeah, but just their caps. Okay. And they're getting drunk on like flagons of champagne. Okay, like flagons, like German drinking tavern mugs, but it they're filled with champagne. champagne. Interesting. And they were doing something really. Is that a made up word or a flagon or a word, or is it a common or is it like a word that sounds like a real word, but I'm fucking it up. <laughs> flagon, like a so like in Germany, we'd go get a flagon of beer. <laughs> doesn't sound right isn't this interesting is that a, i said it with such confidence didn't i <laughs> i just couldn't tell if you were making it up or not flagon i mean no, i never flagon. know with you flagon a large container in which drink is served typically with a handle and a spout i mean honestly you must drink them next to hearth so that's I, why i've never heard of one do because oh my god, I would love to drink a flagon of beer by a hearth. Flagons where I grew up. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Uh, I just had a stroke. I couldn't figure out what I was trying to say. The place where Eric and I are having our anniversary. Don't worry, it has a hearth. That was Aww, one of my requirements. Cute. Um, in May thirty first in Southern California, we need to light a fire. Um, so. Yeah, so they're going around, and this was where the first time where I was like, oh, they did not cast actual college students because, like, they have one bottle of champagne going around, and they are just, like, pouring it like the champagne is flowing forever. Like, they are spilling more champagne than they are getting into these flagons, and I was furious. I was like, college students know how to conserve alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) So... They're going around being drunk actors, just being like, cheers to nail polish or whatever the fuck. Um, then Mrs. Slater pulls up to the house. So now we cut back to the girls and they're now talking to Morgan, who's like a dumb blonde. And I say that because they're like, Morgan, you're dumb. Like they just call <laughs> oh, her dumb. OK, like they're just they make fun of how dumb she is. And she, like, goes to toast, but then it's like, oh, no, and, like, throws up. Like, she's like, I can't hold her liquor. And so she, like, runs into Mrs. Slater in the doorway, like, on her way to barf and, like, runs past her. Mrs. Slater comes in and she's like, why the fuck are you still here? She doesn't say fuck, but she's like, why are you still here? Spoiler alert. I was like, why does it look like all of Mrs. Slater's dialogue is dubbed over? So, of course trivia husband looks it up and he's like because it was they thought the actors they were like the actor's voice isn't scary enough so they literally dubbed 100 percent of the main character's line over yeah (laughs) isn't that crazy what 100 percent of the dialogue that that that's what yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and like no tea no shade but like it's not like Mrs. Slater was like turning in like an Oscar worthy performance. I'm like, we can probably just cast the other lady. I I desperately want to hear her actual voice. What is this sweet, kind, delightfully What the fuck are you doing here? Voice? Was that it? I think that was it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that sounded pretty scary. Yeah, it was pretty scary, actually. <laughs> um She's more like, girls. What the fuck what are, you are you doing, doing here? here? Yeah, she's got like a Disney princess voice. 
Um, also kind of scary though. I mean, guys, it could well, you can make anything scary. If I you, know. So I'm like, what Carol, the fuck hashtag is Carol's, Carol's post it if you believe yeah. that you can achieve it, right? Um, so basically, she's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? You're supposed to be supposed to be leaving." One of the girls that I learned retroactively is named Diane because it's all just it's like six six white girls. Like I don't I couldn't tell the difference. Right. And basically, Diane is like, "We lost the venue." for the graduation party due to lack of funds. So we're having it here instead. Uh, and they're like, it, it was Vicky's idea and we all agreed. And when do I get to learn the thing about Vicky? I can tell you now. Uh, she, I was just looking up to see like if any of these actors ever did anything else after this movie. And the one that I found that had like a pretty significant career was Vicky. She was on, the Young and the Restless from 1984 to, ni- to 2021. Whoa. But then was also on Days of Our Lives from 93 to 2018. Wow. That is a, she was on both. For, the, for a long time. For a long She's time. breaking it in. So who much money. She, who is she on Young and the Restless? I, d- I, I don't know. And it, I don't. I have so. Yeah, please. I have so little reference for any of those. But the the time it was the time span. And then the fact that there was this huge overlap. I was just like, Vicky is working. Mm-hmm. OK, so they're all like it was Vicky's idea. And we all agreed. And Mrs. Slater's like, fuck no. In a really unthreatening voice. Um. <laughs> And she's like, I want you out by tomorrow and I'll have a word with Vicky later. Mm. So she leaves. All the and girls. And Vicky w- went to go puke? Morgan went to go puke. Vicky was in the barn shooting a gun. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize she wasn't there either until right now when you just pointed out. If they're talking about Vicky, she's not there. She's shooting a gun. Um, she. So Mrs. Slater leaves and they all lament about like what a killjoy Mrs. Slater is. And they question why she closes her house early when all the other houses stay open through the weekend. So basically it's not the college that closes this house. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. her. And one girl is like, she's retiring. And Diane is like, she's an institution. And they're talking about how maybe they'll have, uh, a nicer one because um, she's gotten weirder and meaner over time. So now we cut to Mrs. Slater asleep on top of her covers like a mannequin. Uh, and she wakes up and she grabs her cane, which is a cane, but the metal part of the- <laughs> mm-hmm. She doesn't use a candy cane. It's a real cane. <laughs> okay. Uh, but at the top, it's like know. a... It's like a bird, a metal bird on a perch, and the tail of the bird is like very sharp. So your dream cane. Yes. Um, I'd want to switch out my canes. Or maybe have one cane and switch out the head. I can, Ooh. I, I, I'm like, I'm not even joking as to how much I could see that being probably what will become of you you see that for me i see I, it for I myself i really see that for you like in not a not a joking way at all yeah especially with how <clears> bad <throat> my knees are 
Like that's gonna be like what I get you for like our ninety fifth birthday present. I'll be like, oh, oh just getting her a new cane topping. She loves oh a new cane topper. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. She already got a cat and a crow. Yeah, so I'm just trying to mix it up. You know, I want one that's just your head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully by then they will have custom made cane toppers. I here's hoping. <clears throat> so she grabs her cane, and in her room is like all those school pictures where it's like, we're all standing, class of 90, 1974, whatever the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I couldn't get there. (laughs) Class of 90, something. You were like, that's, I know. It's not right. It's not right. Um, And she's like looking at them and she's in every single one. Okay. With her cane. Mrs. Slater. Slater. Okay. She's in every single one. And and the camera's just like going to each picture. Okay. And there's, like, creepy music. And I was like, why? Mm. Uh, And then we see it cuts to a close-up hand ripping up the pictures and throwing them (gasps) into the hearth. Oh, my. Because she has a hearth in her room. And listen. Fancy. I would live in Mrs. Slater's room. Um, Of course you would. And so she's, like, yeah. So she's, like, ripping them up and throwing them into the hearth. And then, like, she uses the tail of her cane topper to like smash the glass of one of them so now we cut to vicky coming back to the house and she pulls up with her boyfriend's red convertible and they start making out and she's like no not here and then he's like what we always do it here and i'm like you always do it here outside of the sorority house in your (laughs) open top convertible Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and she's like, cut to 20 and I'll meet you upstairs. So now we cut to uh, the boy from the convertible who's no less than 47. <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, yeah, I wrote that. He's a 50-year-old college student. <laughs> um, we cut to him looking for Vicky. And then he opens the door to her room. And she's just like flopping around on a waterbed in a sexy way a waterbed and she's like come on in the water's just fine (laughs) uh oh waterbeds who what fucking coked out idiot was like water but a bed (laughs) so dumb (laughs) the only way that idea came to fruition 100 percent. yeah um (laughs) And everyone at that time was on coke, so they were all like, yes! I got this idea. So, we both love water. We both love beds. We like to lay on them both. What if we mix them together? How? Okay. Yeah. That's a great idea. I love that idea. There's this that's guy. Exactly he has scissors happened. for hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's from our friend Sophia. He shouldn't death. be on a waterbed. <laughs> so, um, we cut. Okay. So, seducing him on our waterbed. Now we cut to Mrs. Slater uh, pulling a Clark Griswold attic door down from her closet. And we go up to the attic and it's very decrepit with a bunch of like old timey kids toys all over the place. Okay. Okay. So it it looks like, like a nursery in an abandoned house basically. Okay. Interesting sorority house attic. Yeah, and she sits in a rocking chair by the window. Now we cut to Vicky's boobs, and the boy 
okay, this is only going to work for our patrons, but this is how he's taking off his tie. So I'll try to describe what she's doing. He literally, he literally just goes like this for like a full 10 count. Oh, he's just moving it left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right. Just staring at Vicky's boobs. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) then we cut back to Slater in her rocking chair, back to Vicky and her boyfriend doing it, infinity question marks. It was, it. They're just rocking the boat around. No, what you okay, what you're doing right there? She so Kim was just doing kind of like a weird wiggle fish on a waterbed. Yeah. That was a perfect impression of Vicky on top of her 50-year-old college boyfriend. <laughs> she like there was no possible way that the anatomy of her body was experiencing any specific pleasure based on the way she was moving about. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was like striptease with Elizabeth Berkeley in the pool where she's just flopping in and out of the water, but it was a waterbed. So cut to Slater hearing them boning, question mark now. And so she grabs her cane and starts going downstairs. So now we cut to Vicky pulling out a condom and opening it with her teeth. And Eric was like, well, that's progressive for 1982 in a movie. And now Slater walking towards the room with her own POV and we just see her cane. And then Vicky laughing and bouncing about like a fish. <laughs> and, we s- <laughs> and then we see the door open and we just see the cane rising up into the air and coming down what? and a scream. What? Then the camera pans over to the bed. She's punctured the waterbed and now they're just like like soaking wet in actual water covered like sinking into their own waterbed it's like the next day and the guy's like coming off his coat he's like this would have been a bad idea he's just soaking wet laying on a wood board 100 percent. yes so that's what happened and so mrs slater is like trash like you doesn't belong in my house and Vicky is like, I'll get back at you if it's the last thing I do. And then because she, she like yells that over the balcony, she's got like a towel around. She like slips and falls and all the girls are like, what happened? <laughs> Question one, what do you do and what does Vicky decide to do? Um, I'm going to. I think Vicky is like. Like, does Vicky know yet that they are not allowed to have the party there? Mm-hmm. I think she's going to be like, fuck you, Slater. Part Party up, ladies. Party we're, up, we're gonna, ladies. We're going to have our party anyway. And she okay. can't stop us. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dry off. Go on home. Call it a, call it a college. Call it a college. That's one and a half points. So Vicky does say we're having the party anyway. Party up. Party up. Uh, But she says she wants to do something else, which we'll get to. 
So now we cut to all of the six girls standing by the swamp pool, Mosquito Coachella. And one girl is like, I think it was Diane. One girl says to Vicky, I mean, you deserve it. You can't fuck anywhere else. And I was like, other than her own private room? room? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So Vicky says, let's prank her. Oh, oh, I should have guessed. I forgot mm-hmm. this was an 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. They pranks, love pranks. pranks. They love their pranks. They love their pranks. For anyone who was like... An adult person in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Did you guys prank a lot? Talk to us about pranks. pranks. Or not, maybe not even an adult person, like a teenage person in yeah. the 80s. I mean, my dad... What's the deal with pranks? My dad told me that... I don't know if they would like even consider this a prank, but like they do like... They did like a senior skit show at the end of the year, and they secretly got a bunch of kegs backstage... So, like, they were all the seniors were, like, fucking wasted backstage. And, like, they got in like a prank. That just sounds like a good time. Yeah, that just sounds like a good time. And I was like, how the fuck did you get, like, kegs delivered? And he was like, we were 18. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound like a prank. That just sounds like, like, <laughs> yeah. They weren't even doing anything know. illegal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, but I, I should have guessed, you know, it's been a long time since we've done an 80s movie. I forgot. I forgot yeah. the love of pranks. I don't understand it and I don't like it. So now we, where are we? Okay. So. Pranks and waterbeds. Yeah. The 80s. The 80s. So Vicky is like, let's prank her. She's like, we run this house. Let's show her who's boss. Yeah. And the girls are throwing around ideas, and one is like, let's TP your room. Let's do the old dog shit in a bag thing. Let's do this. Let's let's short sheet her bed, blah, blah, blah. Short sheet her bed? Mm-hmm. Short sheet her bed? Yeah, let's short sheet her bed. What's that mean? Like pieing her bed. Do you not know either? Who's the prank <laughs> expert now? Okay, I'll tell you what, what to do. So what you do... This is when people still use, like, the fitted sheet and then the sheet and then, like, top sheet and then, like, a comforter or whatever. So what you do is you take the bottom of the sheet and you pull that up over the quilt. So when they stick their feet in, they think they're just sticking it through to the bottom You've created this this pita pocket, and so they stick their feet in, and they're like, oh, and they hit themselves in the face with their knees. I'm pieing the bed or short sheeting the bed. I don't even understand. I don't understand what you're saying. It's well, it's a very intricate prank. But we used to play. Me and my parents used to play it on my grandparents, and never heard of that in my entire life. Really. I don't know. I guess you fucking do that next into your bedrooms, next to your hearth rooms, and your I guess flugen no, you know or whatever you know the what fuck that flagons. Yeah, flagons. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know what I bet it is from the military. I bet you anything it's from the military because you have to make your bed mm. in a specific way. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like you have the quilt or whatever, and then you have to have the sheet folded over the quilt a little bit. To be like a perfect whatever. Right. So what you would do, I'll draw a diagram. 
It's fine. I just like Post-mortem. I can't wrap my brain around that. Uh, yeah, short sheet the her. Okay. Yeah, short sheet the best. Interesting. Uh, wow, so I would have been sh- like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, my pa- my parents and my dad's parents, my grandparents, one summer had like a prank war. Oh my god, <laughs> what is with this? What is- <laughs> was it in the eighties? It was very close to the 80s because I was pretty young. Oh, shit. Maybe this one. I got to talk to mom and dad. So they short sheeted Gax and FB's bed. But then Gax and FB got back to them because they would bring them coffee every morning and they put salt Salt in their coffee. Instead of sugar. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting that you said, do you not use the top sheet? No. Because you were like, oh, you were like when people used to use the top sheet. Yeah. Um, And I saw this like meme or tweet or something the other day. And it was like, people say millennials, quote unquote, killed chain restaurants, marriage and napkins, question mark. But when will they acknowledge our greatest takedown yet? Top sheets. Top sheets. I don't know a single millennial who uses one. Top sheets are archaic. This is just the truth. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. just funny the way you like even said it. You were like, it was back when people used the top sheet. The top sheet. Yeah. Do you use a top sheet? I do. I have it. It often crumples at the bottom, though. That's why. Yeah. So, but sometimes anyway. I, I, but I do like to have it around in case I'm cold for decisions. <laughs> no, when, for when I'm cold. But a top sheet doesn't keep you warm. It keeps me just enough warm when I need a little bit more. Are you? This is bullshit. And then I can take it off if I get too hot. This is stupid. This this is dumb. I don't, I don't like it. And then sometimes if it's too high, I can only have a top sheet. So. Oh, whoa. Wow. This is a lot. Maybe I'm going to try out a top sheet this summer. See how it goes. <laughs> I just can't believe that it's clearly a thing, though. But yeah. when did we get rid of napkins? I like napkins. I, love- I like napkins. I are they napkins. talking about, wait, are they talking about cloth napkins? I don't think so. Who uses a cloth napkin? Exactly. But I mean, like, who even above millennials uses a top napkin? A top (laughs) napkin? (laughs) Well, my parents had, like, cloth napkins. (laughs) My parents had cloth napkins for, like, every occasion. But for fancy times. But, like, is that, that what they're talking about? I think so. Well, like, that what just I, means we don't have fancy times. <laughs> yeah, that does. Well, what I could also see is like, why do I need? Why do I need to buy these other paper products oh, when I can just use I a guess, paper towel? You know what? You're not wrong there because I don't have napkins. I don't buy napkins. So what are we talking about? <laughs> I was like, but I love. Things that I use as napkins, yes, but, but I guess a- technically it's a paper towel. Yes, it's not a napkin. Yeah, I don't buy napkins. Yeah. Because you're a millennial. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that that's what we did. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, where the fuck am I? Okay. Top napkins. Top napkins. So then, so they're throwing around all these ideas. Like, uh-huh. they're contributing <laughs> to the ideas. Vicky then says, she's, like, standing by the swamp, looking out over the swamp. She's like, I've got it. And turns to all the girls. She's like, guys, no, I've got it. 
And they all just like kind of look at her and she's like, well, are you in or are you out? What, what is it? And I'm like, Vicky, what's the idea? <laughs> so question two, you or them, are you in or are you out? I think they're in and I'm out. <laughs> I've got napkins to fold and yeah, top short sheets and top sheets to, to short to, to lay under <laughs> and water beds to roll around in. Yeah. They're in. Kim's out. So. Um, Clearly I'm not much of a prankster since I didn't even know what half so those was. were. Yeah. So Katie's like, aren't we supposed to be mature? Yes, and, Katie. Yeah. And Vicky says, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I think they're more like one one last hurrah. Hurrah. For something. sure. Of course. Yeah. And Vicky says, we'll do it right before the party. Now, at this point, we see Vicky look up. No, we see Katie look up to. Uh, excuse <laughs> sorry, me. That was fine. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. I, I don't even bring to. my bell out. I don't put when it away. Wow. 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 So you're just giving yourself dings. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I'll move it back farther. Thank you. So I don't accidentally ding it again. So she sees a, a window up where the attic is kind of like open and close. Oh, okay. okay. So now we cut to x-rays of a head. And doctor is there recording his his findings. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's like recording into a little thing. And he's like, condition clearly stems from Mrs. Slater's extremely difficult and traumatic labor where you didn't use <sighs> anesthesia. Oh, shit. Since that point, the slow progression towards a psychotic break has been evident. <gasps> Oh, shit. X-rays taken after an errant cephalogram. I don't know what that says. X-rays taken later reveal the cortex undergoing a process of decay. Patient's advanced age. She's like 45. Uh, <laughs> is, <laughs> is aggravating the condition. My recommendation is for immediate advanced treatment. The next three months must be spent under complete clinical supervision. Allowed to live in an uncontrolled environment, there's a good chance that any traumatic episode could act as a stimulus for the patient's latent violence. Oh, dun, shit. Dun, dun. Cut to gun. All the girls are standing in a room and they're like, What? Because Vicky's like holding Is this a gun. The prank? Oh, no, Vicky. So she's just holding a gun, and it's like they're all standing in a semicircle around her again as people who have taken a day of gun safety and shooting tutorials. I can tell you this was wrong. She's just in a room, and she is just – there's a semicircle of girls around her, and she's just pointing it at no, them don't and pulls that. the trigger. Don't do that. And it's like click. She's like, there's nothing in the chamber or whatever the fuck. And the how do you like, know, Vicky? You this is today's your first day of oh, using a gun ever. First day. And so they're like, where did you get this gun, Vicky? And she's like, I have my sources. <laughs> whatever. And so one girl like touches it, and Vicky's like, it's not gonna bite you. So the girl grabs it, and Vicky goes, bang! Ah. And the girl like is like. <laughs> And she's like, you guys are pussies or whatever the fuck. She's an asshole. I don't like Vicky. 
And Katie is like, Katie, the voice of reason, is like, a prank is one thing, but a gun? Yeah. I'm with you, And Katie. Vicky says, come on. Have I ever been wrong before? I don't know, Vicky, but there's a first time for everything, you <laughs> fucking psycho. Also, I don't know you. I literally just met you. And, like, I promise you've been wrong before. So, um, so now it's the night of the, she, the – oh, so Vicky's like, we'll do it the night of the party. And she's like, Slater is in for a big surprise. And I'm like, death? Like, <laughs> right? That would be a surprise, Vicky. Um, so now we cut to Slater in bed. And she goes to reach for her cane, and it's gone. Uh-oh. So she gets up, caneless, doesn't appear to need it, because she just marches right into the party room. <laughs> no cane. And clearly being propped up by rage. And cuts to the... <laughs> which I think will be a useful also thing for me. your thing. Yeah. yeah when you when don't I'm missing have your my cane. cane. Yeah. I'll be like, mm, I'll just use my rage. My exact thought. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, we cut to the girls decorating in like the main room for a party and Slater busts in and is like, take this junk down. And so she's like, pack your bags. Vicky goes up to her and is like, make us. And Mrs. Slater says, you have a lot to learn, young. You have a lot to yearn, lung, you lady. (laughs) And then she looks down and she's like, are you missing something, Mrs. Slater? Go check by the pool, referring to her cane. Of course. So Slater goes. They all follow. And as they're following out to the Mosquito Coachella, one girl, like, passes Vicky the gun. Slater's cane, we see, is floating on a tire in the middle of the pool. Okay. Vicky tells her to get in. And Slater is like, out of my way. I don't even need this cane. It was just for super cool decoration. <laughs> she doesn't say that. Vicky then corners her with the fucking gun. Slater tries to walk past her. Vicky turns and shoots a lamppost. Vicky. To show that there's a fucking bullet in there. Vicky, this isn't a prank, man. This is not a prank. This, this is, is not a prank. This is against the law, ma'am. <clears throat> So she shoots the lamp and all the girls are like, um, whoa. Like clearly all the other girls were like, it's loaded? What prank is this? And now Mrs. Slater is freaked out because she's like, okay, what the fuck? Like, are you going to shoot me now? And the other girls are freaked. And Liz is like, Vicky, someone is going to get hurt. And so she, like, go, like kind of charges, like, goes towards Vicky to, like, grab the gun. And Vicky shoots her in the ankle. What? So one that's of, two one of the girls? bullets. Yes. Yes. What? Why? What? Vicky's lost her good damn lost mind. Lost her mind. And so I think the girl that, oh, Liz was the girl. She, like, falls down. She's like, ow, my ankle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then Vicky is like to Slater, she's like back into the pool. And Mrs. Slater doesn't do it. So she cocks the gun. And fuck. Mrs. Slater like still doesn't do anything. 
So she shoots it three times into Mrs. Slater. What? And then smiles. What? And then at this point, we see that Mrs. Slater is stunned and looks down and she's not shot. So then Liz, the girl that got shot in the ankle, gets up and starts laughing. And she's like, oh, my God, we totally had you guys. So, like, now we realize it was Vicky and Liz pranking all the girls and Mrs. Slater. What is happening? This is a bad prank. This is a bad prank. If you ever come at me with a gun, blanks or no blanks, I'm not going to laugh. Mm-mm. It's not funny. Now, what if I short sheet your bed? <laughs> I still don't know what that means. <laughs> Great. I'm doing it. <laughs> now that I know I, you use a top sheet. I guess since I have a top sheet rolling around in there somewhere. Yeah. This so is, this prank is up there with uh, that racist joke that. Uh, yes. Where it's like, I guess, <laughs> I guess we're saying me. pranks don't need to be funny anymore. I guess that's not a criteria we're putting on them. This is ridiculous. I was like, yeah. Oh, she really liked that waterbed. So the other girls are pretty upset, too. Slater then climbs up out of the ladder, takes her cane, and fucking hits Vicky in the neck with it. <laughs> Whoa. Like the, with the pointy part? Yes. Uh, Vicky goes down, and the gun goes <laughs> off, and this time a bullet does shoot Mrs. Slater into the pool. <laughs> Is it a real bullet? It was a real bullet this time. So it's like what she did was she was like, okay, here's the chamber, right? So she was like, she was like, bullet here, I'm going to shoot the lamp. No bullet here, bam, 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 blank, blank, blank. But then was like, I'll put this other bullet in here for no reason. Like, I, I don't know, because she was clearly like, oops, on the last one. And so <laughs> what's happening? So Mrs. Slater is clearly shot dead by a bullet into the pool, but there is nary a drop of blood, not a drop of blood on her, but the girls pull her out. Was it a real bullet? It was a real bullet. It was just like, I guess they. I think it could still be a blank if she was. Um, cause that's what I was just about to say. I was like, it's still dangerous to shoot with blanks because mm-hmm. like, depending on how close you are, you can still get hurt. Or like maybe she had a heart attack even, you know, like out of, I don't know. Cause yeah. they pull her out and like she, they start doing CPR on her and all of the girls are like, what the fuck? And Liz is kind of like, how was I supposed to know there was another bullet in it? And I'm like, because you, because, because you're the you're the gun wrangler, Vicky. You're you're Wait, the one Liz doing that. It. Vicky said that. Vic, I'm sorry. Vicky said, "How was I supposed to know there was another bullet in it?" Okay. And so they're doing CPR. <laughs> and okay, Katie, <laughs> this is a lot. Oh wow. Okay. Go. On. I mean, you know what? That's just I can't get over the '80s. Okay. Yeah. The go pranksterism on. of the '80s is. This is it very be a college upsetting. Course. Yeah, <laughs> very, it's really it's upsetting. Very upsetting. So Katie is like, we need to call an ambulance. And Liz is like, no, we'll get in trouble. Liz says this. Right. And then they hear the 
band bus <laughs> coming sure. up the street. Yeah. So question <laughs> three, what do you do and what did they decide to do? Uh, so is, is she, Mrs. Slater, like, dead, gone? I will say none of you are pre-med. So, like, I don't know that you're the people to pronounce anyone dead. But do we think she's dead? Some do. Some don't. It's unclear. Regardless, you just kind of, like, possibly killed someone. I mean, I'm going to call for help. I'm going to call for an ambulance. Mm-hmm. What's up with Vicky's neck? Is she bleeding? She No, she just might have been the head side of the bird, not the tail uh, side of the bird. I thought she was like... <laughs> I thought she was, too. I thought she was bleeding from the gullet. Um, they are going to the band. Is I'll tell you right now, the blood budget for this movie was clearly very low. Right, right. Not a lot of blood budget. They spent it on dubbing of main <laughs> characters. <laughs> I've had to have been a tough job. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. I've had to ADR my own mouth and it's and it a fucking like, puzzle pretty tough yeah i can't imagine doing someone else's <laughs> it's a puzzle. uh okay the band is coming so okay. i said them but like you can be a collective party or you can choose to be any one of the women it doesn't matter i can't i'm like, did you just tell me the band bus is coming on purpose because they utilize the band bus? Or is that just like a fucking red herring in my brain right now? <sighs> You'll never know. The band is coming and they're making noise so we can do a thing that'll make noise while they go by, which would be to do a drum solo <laughs> while we bury this body. <laughs> What would make noise that we need to do to to make sure no one knows about this? Fuck! I don't know why well, I'm I... feeling generous today, but you're barking up the wrong band. Oh, okay. Great. So that was just a moot point. Yeah. Feeling generous. Thank you. You're welcome. Mostly you just don't want me to sit here and think for 20 minutes about them, something that doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I guess I'm pretty transparent. <laughs> uh, then I think they, uh, uh, they're going to try to bury your body. I don't fucking know. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Why did I say that? I do care a lot. I want my points. <laughs> I have no idea. Though. Two points. I'll give it to you. So, yay. The, the reason that they mention the band is because they're about to get caught. Somebody else is is on their way into the house and will understandably be like, what's your house mother's body doing laying out by the... Oh, the band is coming inside? For the party. Oh, I thought it was like driving down sorority row being like... You thought it was like a marching band. Yeah. Okay, no, this is like... Oh, a bus of a oh. van coming to play a party. Oh, oh. Yeah. like a rock band. <laughs> like a rock band. Like yeah. guitars. Oh, yes. I oh, was now, definitely now thinking I marching band. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. they just 
drove down sorority row playing marching band songs for yeah. the people. Yeah. Now I see. <laughs> now we're back on track. Now we're back on track. That would have been great, though. If they were just like, hurry, prop her up and put her into a band costume and <laughs> we stick a tambourine ter- t- <laughs> in her butt. <laughs> we were what? not on the same page there. No, we weren't. I'm not on the same page as myself. So Wow. Uh, so Vicky, rock band. Oh. So they're trying to do CPR. Katie says, I'm going to call an ambulance. Liz is like, I don't want to get in trouble. They hear the party band coming. Vicky tells Morgan to go stall the band. Okay. So then Vicky is like, Mrs. Slater has no relatives, so we can hide the body. Mm-hmm. What? Vicky, uh, Katie is like, I'm calling an ambulance. Yes. Vicky stops her, and the other girls are like, please don't, Katie, we're going to get in trouble. And Vicky is like, I didn't know there was another bullet in the chamber, okay? Like, that's fine. Your defense. Yeah. And so all the girls are trying to figure out now, like, where to hide the body. Like, they're clearly, like, not chill with Vicky, but at the same time, they're like, we don't want to get in trouble. So Vicky says. is insanity. Yeah. So Vicky says, good thing Mrs. Slater never cleans the pool because it is absolutely opaque and we can dump her into the pool until <laughs> tomorrow when we can figure out how to dispose the body. Vicky is a straight sociopath. Straight sociopath. So then oh she says, goodness. get as many towels as you can to sink her with. And I was like... There's so many things I could think to tie around a body to sink it that are not towels. (laughs) Like, so many things. Uh, So then one of the girls comes running back with a bunch of towels. And Katie is just kind of standing there. And they're, like, not able to, like, lift her body or something. So Katie's like, I have to help. And I'm like, you don't, Katie. This is exactly what I talked about in the beginning. When your group is trying to bury a body, yeah, you have to be like, guys, this isn't cool. Like you this have to call them cool. out. You yes. have to call them out. It is That's, your job. It's yeah. The exact same thing. Katie Katie didn't do it. So they wrap her up in blankets and towels. They throw her into the pool. She sinks. They all run back up to the house. And we see that, understandably, a bunch of towels didn't sink the body because it kind of comes floating right the fuck back up. That's shocking. So now we cut to the party. And this was clearly, like, meant... This movie was clearly meant to, like, showcase a band. Like, an up-and-coming band. Oh, um, what band is it? A bad one. Uh, don't remember the name. <laughs> we don't need to know. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, because in my brain, it was a marching band for the yeah, longest exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... <laughs> At this point, okay, so we're at the party. The music is my worst nightmare. But we basically got their whole album in this movie. Oh, great. Um, super fun. So the uh, three girls. So then we're just kind of going around the party. And it's dumb because it's like the writers just like giving us little vignettes of people at the party and like bad jokes. So mm-hmm. like there's three mm-hmm. girls standing around quizzing each other on the Greek alphabet. Mm, great because you need to know that i don't know and then we see like other dumb jokes where it's like two guys standing there and he's like 
I heard they failed Tucker. Why do you care, man? You hated him. Yeah, but I cheated off all his tests. Oh, no. It's those. Do you see them? Oh, I yeah. do. I do. So it's those. Then we go like back I'm to the... Drowning in a pool of bad... It was bad. Joke swamp towels. Yeah, bad joke swamp towels. So now we're out by the pool again. And there's a drunk guy that's like traveling into the brush behind the pool. And he's very drunk. And he... Nope. So now we cut out to the pool. And we're in the brush by the pool. And we just see some hands wringing out towels and towels. <laughs> oh, no. And then we see a cane. Oh, no. Now we see a drunk guy traveling into the bushes. And he's saying, this is my favorite tree in the whole world. <laughs> but you got to be careful because the squirrels that live in it are fast. That's verbatim dialogue. <laughs> I'm laughing hysterically, but like, to be real, that's like a quote that Ketrin would say in our lives in in real talk and she would really I would be stone cold sober yeah she would it would not be a joke like it would be like that's a those are words that that I've said that not that I would say I have said yeah but so he's (laughs) stumbling into the forest and then the camera stops on on him and we just see him go Bobby 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 for 10 minutes and then stabbed in the neck with a cane. Ah, Bobby. He stood there like with an ample amount of time to be caned for sure. (laughs) And then we see the body just being dragged away. I love it. So now we cut back to the party and some guy named Peter goes up to Vicky and is like, where's Catherine? And Vicky says, oh, Katie is up in her room. So Catherine. weird Catherine-Katie okay. situation. So now we cut to Peter coming into Katie's room. And Katie is standing on the balcony crying. Mm. He just walks in to a room of a girl he's never met. Because he says, you must be Catherine. I'm Peter. Are you okay? And she, Oh, because she got set up, right? Yep. And she looks at him and she's like, yes, and cries badly and then goes over to her mantle above her hearth (laughs) in her dorm room. And Kim, do you remember this is going to be an acting joke, but do you remember when like acting one, we used to have to do exercises where it would be like, you need to find your keys. Like it would basically be like, you need to do like an everyday task believably, as Mm -hmm. opposed to like being aware that an audience is watching you and indicating that you're looking for something. You need to actually look for something. Yes. I always hated that. I love those. Well, (laughs) mostly because I'm just like, all right, I looked all the places. Like, I don't know where else to look. Like what? And then I just feel fake. Like it feels fake. It looks fake on TV also a lot. Well, Katie did not take this class because she just starts kind of vaguely going like this on the oh, mantle. Oh, yeah. I love when they do that in movies where they just shuffle things about. Yeah. Looking for like, nothing. I'm looking. Because I'm also like, what do you need stuff. What do you need on the mantle right now in this very moment that you can't see? Because it's not like a closed mantle. Anyway, that's 
super irritating acting thing. Um, and Peter's like trying to comfort her and kind of being like, I know blind dates are really silly. Like thinking that she's crying. Cause like, it's not about you, Peter. It's not about you, Peter. Um, and he's like, I'll just go. And she turns, she's like, no, really, I'm fine. And she's like, let's go downstairs. And then Peter gives her a party corsage. Oh, that's nice. I know. I'm kind of like, I miss those days where it was like, let me put some effort into like meeting you at this party. Here's a corsage. Here's a corsage. So now we cut back to the party. And now Peter and Katie are there. And he's like, do you want to dance? And she's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to drink? She's like, no. And he's like, okay. So then we kind of like go around to each girl. The camera goes around to each girl. And they're all kind of like clocking each other with the, I just murdered someone and it's a secret face. Sure. Uh, and then we hear a scream. Ah. All the six girls run out. There are two dudes doing that thing where like one guy is holding her arms, one guy is holding her legs, and they're like swinging her like they're going to throw her into the pool. Okay, yeah, yeah. Vicky runs up to one of the guys and she's like, hey, hey, there's a wet t-shirt contest inside. And they're like, what? And drop the girl and run inside. And then they're like, hey. And they do a 180, turn around and push the girl into the pool. Oh, and I was damn. like, I was like, that was a great tactic, though, Vicky. I'm not going to lie. It was a great tactic. The sexism of the whole thing was very upsetting. Oh, yeah. And then this yeah, yeah, yeah. poor girl got pushed into a fucking swamp. Yeah, no. Like. And it's staff it was infection. Okay. Town. It was just the the eighties. Good tactic. Um, it was a great eighties tactic. It really, yeah, yeah. Fits I would agree. Into everything. Stop abusing this girl so you can go ogle a sex object that yes. you have deprived well, of okay. personality. Yeah. So don't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> Throw this bitch on the ground, right? So pushes one of the men. Then the other girls like you know, trying to help their friend out of the pool. And at this point they realize, oh shit, if someone turns on the pool light, you're going to fucking see her. Like, see Mrs. Slater. Oh no. So now we cut to a girl in a very creepy basement. Her name is Stevie, we learn later. She's got a big, giant industrial flashlight and she's looking for, like, the main fuse box so that she can, like, flip the pool lights off. So even if someone, like, goes to flip on the pool lights, the main power okay. is cut off. And she's it. one of, like, the main girls. Yes. Yeah. And she's in the basement, super creepy. And as she walks by this old, like, shutter that's, like, just propped up on the wall, we see an eyeball. Mm-hmm. Mm. I keep doing that when you have water in your mouth. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, She gets to the fuse box and she's like looking for the one labeled, you know, pool lights. And then we hear a crash. (laughs) And she turns and a little old timey children's ball rolls towards her. (laughs) So she picks it up. And as she picks it up, she sees a light swinging uh, over on the other side of the room. Like this. Okay. Question four, what do you do and what does Stevie do? 
I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking, uh, chuck that ball at that light and run up the stairs. Okay. And what does Stevie do? Uh, I think she goes on with her task of trying to turn the light off. She's got business to take care of. Point for you. Yes. Escape the basement. <laughs> uh, survive the cellar, if you will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you she, guys know we have a new podcast? Hey. It's Kyokyuma Cat Survive the Cellar. What a perfectly timed segue that I didn't mean to do. Boo, hey, boo, hey. So what she does, she, holding the ball and the flashlight, abandons her task, does not try to escape, and goes over to the light to investigate. Investigate. No one is there. So she turns the light off, but it like blinks out. Like, or whatever. So like if she were to go to turn it back on, it wouldn't turn back on. Hand on the mouth! Ah. Shadow! Stab! 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 Ah. With what looks to be a cane. Oh no. (laughs) So now we cut to our super awesome, very cool band. And they say <laughs> it's that <laughs> what I just can't get over that. I just cannot get over like what was happening in the movie in my brain and what was actually happening. I like I can't stop like thinking okay. about well, this now, band bus that was happening in my brain. <laughs> now I want you to picture that it's a marching band on stage for a college party that they're all dancing to and jamming out in a small living room. It's a full uh, marching band in a small living room. Honestly, <laughs> if we hadn't have gotten to the part of figuring it out, I think I would still be thinking that. I we- hear you. Honestly, I think it would be a more interesting <laughs> movie. <laughs> it would be weird, but... So they're like, this is the special part of the evening, the one you've all been waiting for. No, we haven't. Graduating ladies, why don't you come up here? So they come up to the front of the stage. And they all look not partying. Like, they're all just kind of like, <laughs> and they're like, and one girl's like, where's Stevie? Because it's like the six main girls and Stevie's mm-hmm. not there. And one girl is like, she's upstairs polishing her tennis shoes. And everyone laughs. What? How's that funny? I guess it's meant to be that she's, like, very proper. So, like, she polishes even her tennis shoes. Okay. Sure. And the band says, we're going to snowball off these ladies. And I was like, what? You're going to do coke off them? Like, what are you talking about? It's some sort of dance situation. So they're like, Vicky, you go first. So she picks a boy, her boyfriend, and they start dancing. And in, in her ear... He's like, where's my gun? And she's like, it's upstairs. And he's like, how did your prank go? And she's like, fine. (laughs) And then, like, I guess what it is is, like, then Vicky goes and grabs another dude. And that boyfriend grabs one of the six. So it's like a snowball that, like, everyone eventually is dancing. I don't know. Whatever. So now we cut to three dudes by the swamp. And they're all standing in their underwear. And I'm telling you that one of them is obese because that is the joke that the movie wanted to make. They wanted to make Uh a bunch of fat jokes about this guy. So it's two skinny dudes and an obese guy all in their underwear. 
And the skinny guy says, this looks gross, which it is. It's a swamp. And gross fat guy in quotation marks is like, looks okay to me. Whatever. What are the 80s? Peter or somebody or the 50-year-old boyfriend, I can't remember, is just like, I can't believe a house mother would let you all do this, meaning like throw this rager. Cut back to the dudes, and obviously the skinny ones push the fat one in. Okay. And he starts flopping around in the water, and his lines are, I'm a sea pig. I'm a sea pig. What? That was the funny. That was the funny. And that was that guy's... That was for that actor. Really, really bad for that actor. Mm -hmm. Really bad. So, cut back to the party. Ugh. Okay. And I wrote, cut back to the party. Oh, my God. Cut back to the party. Oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. Something. Oh, 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 okay. One of the girls, they're dancing. And then one of the girls goes, oh, my God. Because they had looked out the window and they see that they were in the pool pool and they had turned the pool lights on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because Stevie never finished her task. So they all run out and they're like standing. They run out and the fat guy is just in the pool and he's just like staring at them who are all staring back at him like with shock and terror on their face. And he just goes, I'm a sea pig. It's uh, can you fucking I I can't get into it that that's what you're cast for anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so now all of the girls are in the kitchen and they're freaking out because they're like the body wasn't in there, like the pool lights were on and the body wasn't in there. Um, where is Stevie? Why did she not turn the pool lights off? Katie. The actress is doing some serious chewing of the scenery in this kitchen scene. And she's just like, we put her body in the pool when she was still alive. (laughs) And Vicky comes over and has the gall to say, well, you and Stevie are to blame for that, not me, because you guys said she was dead. Vicky. 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 You are a sociopath, Vicky. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so wow, then wow. Katie turns to Vicky and said, who's to blame for shooting her, Vicky? Yes. Vicky then says, how was I supposed to know there was another bullet in the gun? Because you I put them know, in Vicky. there, bitch. This was your fucking idea. So they're like, good thing Stevie wasn't able to turn the lights off or we'd never know she was still alive. And I wrote, how do we know she's still alive? Good thing she wasn't able to turn the lights off. And that's how we know she's alive. Yeah. Basically, like we wouldn't have known that like the bot that that the body oh, went missing. Oh, oh that the body was alive. I thought you were saying that Stevie was alive. No, not just her legacy. Not just Mrs. Slater's legacy. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the, 
Uh, sorry, I was just looking at Vicky, and I totally recognize her from the soap operas. I did too, even not watching soap operas. Uh, okay, so that Mrs. Slater was alive, not that Steve. They would have just. Alive. They would have just assumed that Mrs. Right. Slater's body okay. was still in the pool. Right, so, right, 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 right. question five: What? Do you decide to do now, and what do they decide to do now? Uh, well, I think that they... All right, so they're like, this bitch is alive and got out of the pool. From what they... So... Yeah. I think that they are going to be like, go look for her. Gotta find her. Okay. What do you do? I'm going... Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. I let this happen, and now mm-hmm. now I'm stuck inside it. Now you're stuck. I would have just done something in the first place. Yeah. Katie. Okay. Katie! No, I'm not mad at you, Katie. I mean, I'm a little mad at you, but mostly Vicky. Honestly, Katie, we're disappointed. Yes. We're disappointed. So Vicky, you're a stone-cold monster. Yeah. Okay. So I... I mean, I'm, I think that I, who am I? I can be anyone. Yeah, you can be anybody. I think that, what the fuck do I do, Catherine? I can't, I can't mm-hmm. tell you. This is your own journey. I, I got off this journey. <laughs> and when my and waterbed I- floated away. Yeah, your waterbed floated away with the marching band down the street. <laughs> I almost wish we never had that conversation in this whole time. You that it was just a marching about a band. band. And I was like, wow, this marching band played classic rock. That's interesting. I really I can't believe that, that this, well. they put this movie around a marching band. Yeah. Like that they wanted to be famous. It's so yeah. interesting. Or that this whole marching band is literally playing on a little raised stage in a living room. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've described everything as so big already. So I would have just been like, oh, it's like in their auditorium, auditorium. room. Yeah, <laughs> their sorority ballroom. Exactly. Like, okay. I guess at this point, I'm gonna go look for her too. We got. I guess. I guess hand in hand. I don't know what else to fucking do. I'm gonna give one point for them, half a point for you, just because doing that will get you some information. But like, you should probably still just call the police and turn yourself in. Just, you know, to stay alive. So they're all freaking out. And they are like, we got to go find the body before someone else does. Katie is being the conscience of the group. And she's like, I'm going to go call the police. She stopped because Vicky says, if Slater was alive, don't you think cops would be here by now? And I was like, what? What do they think happened to the body then? They think she's just walking around calling the cops. And I'm like, there are so many things in between. She could be just like bleeding out somewhere, somewhere. unconscious, like whatever. And then another girl steps in and is like, if she was alive, she would have reached a phone. And I'm like, but I don't understand how. So they're saying she got out of a pool, but didn't Mm -hmm. make it to the to the phone. Yeah. She died on the way to the phone. That's what they are surmising fascinating 
Okay. Because I'm just like, there are so many leaps that they went to with, like, no evidence of anything. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just, like, all of these assumptions made. Okay. So Vicky tells them to go look for Slater's body. And for Morgan, uh, she's blonde so that we know she's dumb. Remember? Oh, right. Um, Yeah. Uh, To go pack up her clothes so it looks like she's left. Okay. So now we cut to the girls looking around for her in various places. Diane is one of them, and she's out in the garage. And in the garage is a truck, camper sort of thing. It looks like a truck, but then when you get into it, there's like a phone up above her right here. Interesting. And then I think there's a camera shot where it looks more like a camper. I guess. Okay. But as uh, a descendant of car people, any idea what this pull-down phone is in 1982? Pull-down phone from the... Like, like basically, okay, between... You know how you have the visors that pull down at yeah. each seat? Yeah. Between those visors is a phone on like a in cord. in the middle? Yeah. On a cord. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, like a I landline, mean, it but some it's... some type of... Of cousin of uh, like a trucker's like boop boop thing maybe but it's like what a weird thing like what is that phone connected to yeah that's is that the first car phone I don't know really weird and so like Diana's in the in the camper then we cut to another one kind of searching around the side of the house her name is Jeannie these two then meet each other (laughs) and scare each other. So now we cut to Morgan. She's up in Slater's room and she's like packing up Slater's clothes. But. But it's Morgan. But it's Morgan. But they wanted Morgan to cry. They wanted the actress who plays Morgan to cry. But like, I think that was a little bit beyond her skill set. So it literally looks like someone took a spray bottle to her face. (laughs) And then she just goes like this with like no change. She just like a Disney princess takes the back of her hand and just wipes it away and then starts singing her school song mournfully as she packs up Slater's clothes. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, was she supposed to be crying or sweating? Crying. Okay. Crying. Yeah. Crying. Love it. Cause then in another shot, they were like, maybe we should make this water more streamlined, like in a tear shape. <laughs> I love it. I love every moment of it. Yeah. So as she's singing the school song, packing up Mrs. Slater's clothes, yeah, we see course. the attic door kind of <gasps> uh, da, da, da. Uh, kind of opening a little bit, opens a crack. Morgan looks up and screams as the ladder comes down on her face, Griswold Ooh. style. Ouchies. Cut to the band. Cut away from the band. <laughs> Immediately, always still thinking marching band when you say it. I Why? Is it because we're at a school? I think it's because we're at I a can't, school. I can't. My brain will not let that go. I can see the gifts. I can see the gifts now. <laughs> um, so now we cut to the girls nursing Morgan back to consciousness. Morgan didn't die. And they're trying to give her water. They're in Slater's room and they're trying to give her water. And she's like. I need something stronger. (laughs) And Diane is like, she's okay. She like wants liquor. 
And so then we see the thing that fell on Morgan was Mrs. Slater's wrapped up body. <gasps> oh, Still shit. wrapped up. So basically what they did is like they wrapped her in like a wool blanket and tied it. So like she's like a wool blanket ghost with her feet still hanging out and it's like tied together. And then like they probably like tied towels to the outside of that. So whatever was wringing out, whatever hand was wringing out towels, you know. So they say, okay, they need to get rid of the body. Uh, Katie then like touches the head of the body bundle and it kind of just like, flops over you know like uh-huh. moves and all the girls are ah! and morgan <laughs> runs out screaming uh-huh. to go bar for something question six what do you decide to do now and what do the girls decide uh, to do now i think they're gonna um Maybe try to put her body in the suitcase to, like, carry her out. Chop up her body. Put it into the suitcase. I love it. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't seem right by the surprise on Ketrin's face. <laughs> oh, shit. God. Uh, I wish my face said less stuff. It doesn't. It's very loud. It says so many things very loudly. I know. Um, I'm going to – I will call the police now. Okay. Okay. And what are they doing? Oh, they're chopping up the body and putting no, it in the suitcase? they're putting it in the suitcase. Okay. I thought they would just fold her in. Fold her in? <laughs> I don't think you know how bodies fold. <laughs> well. But why don't you give it the old college try? Hey. hey. One point. Call the fucking police, dude. Like, you're going to have to do some time at this point, but... Yeah. Not as much time as Vicky. That's all I'm saying. So they say they've got to get rid of the body. Body. Vicky says, let's take it to the cemetery. How? To, to be TBD. That's Katie, what my uh, suitcase idea was for. Like, I was like, I don't know where we're going to go with it, but here's a great way to get it out. Yeah. Well, TBD. They do not use a suitcase. Uh... Vicky, uh, Katie goes to go after Screaming Morgan, and Vicky is like, we don't have time. She's a baby. She and Stevie leaving us to do this by ourselves. And I wrote, Vicky, I have fucking had it with you. I have fucking had it. Monster. Full-blown monster. Cannot take responsibility for a good damn thing. And Vicky's screaming no about growth we're, mindset. No, none at all. She is a teeny <laughs> tiny little ungrown sprout in the ground. And she's like, we're in this together. And then Katie slaps Vicky across yes. the face. And now time this someone slapped this bitch. Right? And so then Vicky turns and she's like, and then Katie goes after Morgan. And Vicky's like, you're all a bunch of cowards. No, Vicky. you're a sociopath. Yeah, Vicky, you are a socio. We just have conscious, consciousness, consciences, yeah. consciences, consciousnesses. So now we cut to Morgan in her room, 
And she's drinking a bottle of liquor under her bed or like on her nightstand, like her nightstand liquor. And her nightstand liquor. I love her dress. It's more of like a like a post Oscar party 1982 dress, not like a not like a a party in a sorority with a marching band as the as the guest. It is like slinky as fuck. It's black. It is a the deepest V I've ever fucking seen. And then no back down Whoa. to like the very top of her butt crack. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, but it's their, their graduation party. Like it's like kind yes. of a big deal. It is a big deal. This was just party. like very formal. Yeah. Very formal. But that's so, what you do in college. Yeah. And she looked fucking fire. So like no tea, no shade here. Um. So she takes off her fire dress and she puts on her nightshirt and bloomers and takes another swig. At this point, her French doors open in her room. Uh huh. And so she goes out to look and sitting on the little stoop, balcony, whatever, is a little jack in the box just sitting on the ground. What is happening? Question seven. What do you do and what does Morgan do? I mean, I think she's gonna... (laughs) Guys, um, if you're not a patron, please sign up for our Patreon so you can see Kim (laughs) doing a little dootily dootily do imitating a jack-in-the-box. Okay. She's gonna... I mean, what else do you do with the Jack in the Box? You got to. Okay. You got to. You got to doodly doodle it. Yeah. yeah. I, and what are you going to uh, do? I'm going to go find Katie and I'm going to be like, all right, Katie, you are right the whole time. We got to get help. This isn't okay. And you're going to team up with Katie. You guys are going to just do a couple years. Vicky's going away for life. It's done. Yeah. The Double five of us all team up against her even if she's a sociopath oh yeah oh yeah even though she has a gun (laughs) so she goes out she picks up the -the jack-in-the-box she winds it and it pops out and then starts playing like a music box type of situation and it's like a little clown in like a green and white jester type situation Mm -hmm. and she just kind of looks at it giggling for about 60 minutes Uh, (laughs) and then (laughs) all of a sudden Stabbed ah, through the torso ah, with a blunt cane ah, that went through her body like butter. Oh, and it's just, cane. again, remember, what did we use the blood budget on? Uh, the dubbing. The dubbing. <laughs> right. So no blood. Just a close-up on Morgan's face. Just her eyes and mouth. And this is not an exaggeration. This is what they made this poor actress do. <laughs> oh, she went cross-eyed and tongue out. Mm-hmm. To show that she was dying of kingdom. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah. cross-eyed tongue out. That's like she became an emoji. She did become an emoji, yeah. So back to party. Katie is looking for Morgan everywhere, like in the party. Peter is looking for Katie. Peter <laughs> I is, forgot about Peter. We all forgot about Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter gets bummed and chugs his drink. Katie heads upstairs to Morgan's room. And she goes to open the window and finds the jack-in-the-box on the ground. She picks it up. 
cut to the girls carrying the body outside How? Da- like Where? down like they clearly went you know like out of back door i don't know like they bypass okay. people okay. but they quickly realize that like they can't carry a body all the way to the cemetery yeah in the next no on the next street or whatever like it's a body yeah and so i don't even know how they got it down the fucking steps yeah and it threw a party yeah so vicky makes liz give them her car to transport it and liz is like no vicky but of course vicky is like you have no choice in the matter i'm a stone cold bitch um so vicky grabs liz's keys throws them to Diane and tells Diane to pull the car around. At this point, they find a big metal trunk thing, which appears to be like, like a quarter dumpster. Okay. So like if you picture a dumpster and then a half dumpster and then a quarter dumpster, um, that's about the size of this trunk, but it's on wheels. Okay. Like a dumpster is on wheels. Okay. And they decide to put her in the dumpster kind of thing so that they can wheel it to the cemetery down the road. Cut to Katie in Slater's room now. Because remember, mm-hmm. she had been up in the attic? Did you? Who went up? No, no, no. She never went up to the attic. We only saw the attic because Mrs. Slater was in the attic. That's what it was. But cut to Sl- Katie in Slater's room. And she sees the ladder up to mm-hmm. the attic. Mm-hmm. So she goes up it. And she lights a candle because it's colonial times to light her way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's like, it's an Ebenezer Scrooge candle. Like she's like, (laughs) God, she Uh, that laying around. Yeah. I mean, I do. Like it's not that weird. We've discussed that that is strange. Unusual. It is unusual. Yeah. But me and Katie does match your cane. Well, it does. It does. Um, well, I guess it's Mrs. Slater's candle. So this all goes together. Good tracks. Yeah. So she's looking around the attic. Looks like a decrepit nursery. And she sees like an old toy fire engine that kind of like rolls towards her. What is it with these, all these toys moving by themselves? Moving about. I mean, they're haunted. It's like not if, okay. I see, if a fucking toy moves no. at me without anyone no. putting it there. It's haunted. Hard nope. So she kind of goes into like another part of the decrepit nursery because there's like a like a hole in the wall, like as if the wall was like, I don't know, whatever. Uh, More toys, finds the light, blows out the candle. And she picks up a birthday card that says to Eric, love mother. Then. She sees that there's a curtain, and she opens the curtain. Clown! Ah! And it's a clown costume with, like, a porcelain mask hanging there. But it looks just like the clown from the Jack in the Box. So she's looking at the full-size clown costume and the clown in the Jack in the Box. it's a person-sized clown costume. Mm -hmm. Yes, hanging. So now... She's up there like, huh, 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 full-size clown, <laughs> jack-in-the-box clown. These look similar. And then it's, hey! Hey, oh, hello. I saw you come upstairs. Peter, it's Peter. is it Peter? It's fucking Peter. Hi, Peter. Peter, Peter. This is not 
you need to just exude the story. Um, he's like, this is a neat room. And Katie's like, why don't you go downstairs? But instead, Peter hops on a tricycle. Of co- <laughs> Peter! Because, of course, there's a tricycle upstairs. The scariest and not scariest three-wheeled vehicle. vehicle. And Katie is, like, looking at him. She's like, if I wasn't attracted to Peter before, I'm really not attracted to Peter now. (laughs) And she's just like, why don't you go downstairs and get a drink? And he, like, kind of stands up and bumps his head on a birdcage. And then he looks inside the birdcage. He's like, oh, my God. And there's, like, a dead, bloody bird in there. But only a very little bit of blood. I was going to say, wow, they used blood for this? They used shocking that they had enough to like like this was definitely a scene where it didn't require blood no but they were like well we have this teaspoon of blood we can dump it on this bird um and so at this point katie's like peter peter can you go downstairs just go like she has no chill she's like can you just leave like she's she's got babysitter voice for sure (laughs) (laughs) this isn't gonna work out peter i just 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 leave Peter. Just go downstairs. I mean, get Peter, a drink if you want, but this isn't yeah. happening. But honestly, just leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we cut to, I wrote my favorite one, but I learned later her name is Diane. And she's in the truck camper thing. And she's looking for a light. Like, I guess she was maybe looking for a pokey, the pokey lighter. Lighter. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yes, lighter. Thank you. Uh, but she's, she has a cigarette in her mouth, so you can tell ah. she's looking for a lighter. Gotcha. And instead of... The lighter, the radio turns on. And so she's right. like hitting the radio, trying to get the radio to turn off. And then the phone falls down from the ceiling. This and phone. I was like, what the fuck I is this? I can't wait for the postmortem of this phone. Yeah. And then she kind of like gets annoyed or something. And so she gets out. But then she hears something outside the camper garage place time. Mm-hmm. Question eight. Mm-hmm. What do you do? And what does Diane do? She hears something ne- like nearby. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't give anything away to say that she goes, like, guys, is that you? Like, yeah. Uh, I think she's going to go look, investigate. I'm going to use that phone and call for help. Mm. And then I'm going to, where am I, in a garage or something? Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab, you know, whatever the fuck is in a garage, a a weapon of some sort. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh haul up in that camper until help arrives with my weapon. You would have, one point for you, you would have gotten zero points, but you opted to take a weapon into the car with you, so I'll take it. Okay. She, here's something, leaves garage, calls for them, no one gets back into the camper, here's something outside the car again, looks out the window, we see a hand coming through the moon roof, and she looks up and she's like, "Ah!" and then her hand, which was resting on the passenger seat, is stabbed through the seat with a cane again? This is a blunt cane. This is not like a a knife-tipped cane. This is a wooden, dull cane. Oh. So this isn't Mrs. Slater's cane. It is Mrs. Slater's cane, but they're using the part that goes on the ground, not the part that you hold with oh, the... Oh, not the pokey part. Right. Yeah. 
So they basically this cane is like stabbed into her hand through the seat, so she I like mean, can't move now. Ouch! That's ouch. like like I was ouched by like the pokey part, but like this is just like a chunk of my hand has now been pushed through my hand and into the seat. Yes, that's also why I'm saying when Morgan was stabbed, it was the blunt walky part of the cane that just went through her torso like butter. <laughs> this, this this murderer is strong. Strong. Yeah. So now we cut to. <laughs> I was just trying to think of all the things that I could like get the blood part of a cane through. <laughs> oh, very little. Very few, very, I think. Very few things. Yeah. So now we cut to three girls pushing the dumpster. So we've got Vicky, Liz, and Jeannie pushing the dumpster down the road. <laughs> Kim. <laughs> they just this is a big like it's a small dumpster but it's like bulky like it's loud and it's like you know like it's a yeah, dumpster yeah. being rolled down the road yeah. with a body in it yeah and they push it right into a cop car with a cop <laughs> sitting in it to which oh, i said oh no did neither party see this coming this very slow rolling dumpster because the cop is just like what like directly to the front of his car Head on, head on collision of these two things. So the cop was the cop parked or driving? Yes, parked. Okay. <laughs> so it was both just like they, if either had looked up, it would have just been like, ah. <laughs> 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 just slowly <laughs> moved her. <laughs> like we always bring the trash out on friday (laughs) and he's like down the street like what is happening now i guess the third genie had run away so she left fucking vicky and liz to just handle this on their own and (laughs) she's like booked it (laughs) she just like left smoke behind her like 100 like i'm out of here yeah good for you genie right so the cop goes to like open the dumpster no and Vicky's like, no, you don't want to look at our trash. But then he gets a call, an emergency uh, call. And so uh, he's like, girls, just take the dumpster back up or whatever. And they're like, for you. Close so one. this is where I said, I guess the third girl ran away because now we're back with the third girl that ran away. And she like stops by the gate outside of the house. And she's just like, <sighs> <sighs> and all of a sudden strangled oh, not we good s- for you no we see a cane but ah. she gets away and as she gets away she's like ripping at the killer's neck and she rips a tag off and it <sighs> falls to the ground what does that say so we don't see it but we just see that it's the same tag as what the doctor gave her the in the beginning tag Remember the dog tag, the collar, the necklace? Oh, wow. Wow. We're having a tough... Usually we have the same brain. We don't today. You were thinking like a tag from like clothing? The shirt? Yes. Yeah. 
and Taylor Lofton. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like had like Bobby yeah. written inside. Like this yeah. is like my <laughs> an ink pen, you know? It's like it was like Haynes and then it wrote had oh, Bobby okay. on it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like that so way better tech. that it's like who shops for Haynes? <laughs> and that's how they solve it. Great. No, it was the like the necklace tag. dog tag. But like the hospital tag. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad so, I'm asking follow-up questions because I, I would be watching a different movie all along. Totally different movie. So then the marching band comes marching around the house. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They don't. <laughs> so uh, Jeannie runs into the house, into like the kitchen door, back door situation, runs into Katie. Katie sits her down and Jeannie like can't talk. All she can say is gate and cane. Okay. 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 Katie is like, and she's got like a cut on her head. So Katie's like, I need to go get you help. So she leaves Jeannie there. No. Right. I'd be, if I was Jeannie, I'd be like, nope, we're holding hands now. (laughs) Forever. Yeah. (laughs) We're Uh, connected forever. Yeah. So now we cut back to the party breaking up and a guy is like playing a song on the piano, like a good night, everybody kind of song. It's Mm -hmm. the director's trivia fact. Oh, uh, Maybe it was his band. Maybe it was his band. Yeah. Uh, So now we cut back to Jeannie. And she is panicking in the kitchen, but opens a drawer and grabs a knife. And is just holding it. Good for you, girl. Okay, Jeannie. Way to go. Then someone breaks through one of the panes of the door in the kitchen with a cane Mm. and reaches in and opens the door. Question nine. What do you do and what does Jeannie do? I'm in the kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. And they used their hand to open the door. They like punch through a little square of glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And use their hand to open the door. Yes. I'm going to stab their hand. Ooh. Stabby, stab, stab, stabs. I'm going to stab their hand through the wood. And then they get stuck there. And then I'm going to be like, ha ha. <laughs> yes, I think you should you. stay around to say, ha ha. Well, yeah. no, because then I can see who it is. Good call. What about Jeannie? And they'll be stuck connected to the to door. Stuck connected to the door, yeah. And then I'll call for help. Okay. She, um, what does she do? Does she, does she, does she either run away or does she like wait for them to come in and then be like holding the, the knife <laughs> in front of her? Um, I think the person comes in and she's just holding the knife, but scared. I'm like, uh, uh. point for you. Tries she doesn't to stab do that. At them a little. I don't know. She doesn't do that, but she does something equally as dumb. She runs out of the kitchen and up the stairs. Mm, well, that I told you it was two of my options. Yep, and um, so she's running down the hallway, and of course, all of the doors are locked, and she's like. <sighs> trying all the doors and then she falls over nothing uh which makes her throw up (laughs) really yeah so she has to quickly find the bathroom which is magically not locked and so she goes into the bathroom you know i had a similar issue in college so i i have a anytime but this is she barfed but this isn't even the one who pukes no this is a different girl no this is a different girl we have oh. a whole puking situation here. So <laughs> she's going through a lot. She is going through a lot. So she runs in the bathroom. 
starts cut to her barfing in the toilet. But this annoyed me because like she's got long stringy hair. Yeah. And like her ha- her head is just in the toilet. No. 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 no like. No, no. You hold your hair back. Like, no matter yeah. how much distress you're in, you hold your hair back. Yeah. So she doesn't. And now we cut to someone coming into the bathroom. We don't see who it is. We just kind of see hands, you know, turns on all of the showers. All right. Because this is, like, clearly, like, the c- communal bathroom. Turns on all the showers. Jeannie is hiding in the bathroom stall. She, like, stands up on the toilet so you mm-hmm. can't see her feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the showers go on. All the sinks go on. And now we see footsteps. And now the bathroom is all steamy, right? And the feet are just opening each stall door. Eek. Then it gets to Jeannie's door. And it starts to open. And Jeannie gestures at what looks like it could be possibly going to stab someone, but it was pretty weak. And so the killer immediately bests her and stabs her in the neck with her own knife. Oh, (laughs) oops. Oops. (laughs) Got to replay this level. (laughs) So I tried so hard. You did try hard. So now we cut to Katie calling for Jeannie. Oh, yeah, calling for Jeannie, who she had previously left in the kitchen. And Peter is like, what's your agenda? And I'm like, Peter, Peter. (laughs) This isn't about you, Peter. Also, like, regardless of, like, the emergencies that are happening, she's clearly not interested. She's not into you. At all. Like, she's given zero indication. So Katie goes to. There's someone out there for you, Peter. It's not Katie. It's not Katie. It's not Catherine or Katie. Yeah. Just, Just move on. You'll find your girl. So now Katie goes to a payphone and Peter is like, do you want me to get your house mother? Because Katie is going to the payphone to be like, I'm going to call the police. I I mean, yeah, I guess she went to a payphone in the house. A payphone in the house? Mm -hmm. It's like a communal phone. I guess it's so like girls aren't just like racking up a phone bill. Like you have to like schedule time to be on the phone. Okay. Yeah. So Peter's like, do you want me to get your house mother? Question 10, what do you do and what does Katie do? No. Don't get <laughs> my don't. house mother. <laughs> no, I don't want you. Uh, Katie, what does Katie do? Katie, 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 Katie. No. I don't. I think we both are. I, I'm trying to think. I feel like no. Okay, <laughs> so you both say, no, I don't want you to get my house mother that's half then what do you do uh, you're holding the phone i use the phone <laughs> okay uh okay no don't get the no don't no no uh, don't get the house mother <laughs> call for police hello call for police hello okay and what does katie do katie says no don't get the house mother and then she calls Police. Hand in hand. <laughs> one and a half points. One Who point does for she you. Call? She. So here's what happens. The cops then pick up as Peter is there. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and as Pete, when Peter asks, do you want me to get your house mother? She's going to want to know what's going on. 
Katie hangs up the phone and is like, yeah, you're right. I'm sure my friends that are missing just left the party. So she's like, but Peter, I think you should go home. <laughs> go home, Peter. I don't want to date you. I don't want I you don't here. Go home. want to date you. So he does and she feels bad. Okay. Now we cut to Vicky and Liz. So she called the police but just didn't say anything to them. Correct. And like hung up before she said anything. Because basically it was like, I think in that moment she was like, it's not just about my missing friends. It's like I was an accomplice to a murder. So she chickened out pretty okay, much. Okay, okay. So now we cut to Vicky and Liz in the camper looking for Diane who got stabbed in the hand. She's not in there. But the keys are still in there. So Vicky is like, this is unbelievable. Why am I always the one saving everybody's ass? Vicky, you need to get stabbed with a fucking cane because this yes. is unacceptable. Also, I'm like, Vicky, whose ass did you save ever? You fucking, you ruined all of our asses. All it's your of our asses. fault that all of us... Our entire everything that's wrong is your fault. All of our asses literally are completely mangled. Also, in this exact moment, whose ass are you saving? Like this is a non sequitur of a sociopath, Vicky. <sighs> okay. And I'm sick of it. I'm putting my fucking cane down. I am sick of this bitch. <laughs> so now we cut to Katie walking weirdly around outside by the gate where Jeannie was attacked, and she sees. The dog tag necklace. The Ann Taylor loft tag. Uh, Katie. Katie, okay. Mm -hmm. She picks it up and it says, in case of emergency, call this number. Question 11. Call the number. You. Hand in hand. Call the number. Okay. It's an emergency. Double ding. She calls and Katie is telling someone on the other end of the phone. That she found the necklace where the girl was attacked and three other girls have disappeared and Slater isn't here. The voice on the phone tells her to stay in the house. Cut to the camper pulling into a cemetery. And we hear Vicky say, there's one. I see it. Basically, they were looking for a fresh grave that like maybe there's a funeral tomorrow kind of thing. So it's like open, but there's no casket in it. I have ne- I hang out at cemeteries a lot. I've never seen that ever. Also, even if you throw it down, like, and even if you cover it a little bit, like, they're gonna they like do stuff to like put that casket down there. Yeah, it was it it's was a, whole a system of you know. Yeah, it was like, a I shallow think grave. Noticed, basically, if something extra was down there, agreed. Yeah, it was a shallow grave okay. of a plan. Okay. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. But honestly, like, who do you know in your life that hangs out at cemeteries as much as me? If anyone was going to see an open, fresh grave, it was going to be me. I've never fucking seen one. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's a thing that they just leave open, you know? Anyway, so. For this reason, probably. Yeah. But who knows what's going on in the 80s? Everyone's getting their sheets shorted and all kinds of shit. So Liz and Vicky and Liz decide. So they get to the, they're standing above the grave now and they decide to dig a couple feet deeper um, 
Okay. To hide the body in it. And I wrote, that will literally take you hours. <laughs> like, so a couple feet deeper will literally take you hours. Um, but we cut to now someone pulling up to the sorority house. And we see this weird fucking shot of, like, someone asleep on the steering wheel of their car. And when they hear the car pulling up, they kind of, like, wake up. And it's Peter. I guess, actually, he was too drunk to drive. So he's asleep in his car. I'm just realizing he's not a total doof. He was making a responsible decision. Great. Okay. So... Now we see someone ringing the doorbell. Katie answers. It's the doctor from the beginning. Right. I assumed. She takes him to the weird attic room, shows him the jack-in-the-box and the dead bird, and he's like, we have to find Slater. Please make sure you're playing his voice the way his voice needs mm-hmm. to be played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you know where she is? She doesn't have an answer. But asks, or like, obviously she didn't. Yeah, she's dead. We killed her, you know. Um, she's like, why did she wear this necklace? And like shows him the necklace. And he goes to the window dramatically and looks out over the horizon. <laughs> says, 24 years ago she came to me because she'd heard about my work with other women unable to bear children and therefore worthless to society. I, I just added that part. I just added that part. Uh... I told her it was risky, but knowing the odds, uh, uh, she asked if it was risky. I don't know what I typed here. Basically, it was risky, and she knew the odds were against her, but she went through with the experimental procedure anyway. All she ever wanted in life was to have a child. Katie says what happened. It was a bitter disappointment for her as much as for me. The delivery was terribly traumatic, and ever since then, she's been in a world of her own. Katie says, who's Eric? My doctor says, where did you hear that? She says, it's in the card right there, the birthday card. And he says, every June 19th, she celebrates his birthday like she had a normal loving son. So that's why she closes every June 19th, Katie says. (gasps) Oh, shit. And the doctor is like, there's something you're not telling me, Katie. Katie looks out the window dramatically as well and says, Oh, my God. Cut to them running out to the pool. Katie turns on the light. All of her friends have been found. (gasps) They're all floating face down in the cesspool. So she turns dramatically to the doctor and beats at his chest and screams hysterically. And he says, it's all right, Katie. It's all right. Cut to the doctor on the phone with the cops. And Katie is despondent. And Katie tells him that the other two are at the cemetery and that Slater may have followed them. And he tells this to the cops and says to the cops, I'll meet you there. Because I am an anonymous doctor that can clearly be part of a crime scene investigation. Um so now we cut to the girls at the grave, a very wet grave. They appear to be standing in at least a shin height of water. Yes. I mean, um, that's how all, all cemeteries are wet, always. Graves, okay. you, get, you know. It's a wet situation? Yeah, they're Interesting. wet. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Liz gets out to be like, 
I'm going to get something, I don't know, from the camper. Vicky stays in there and she kind of like falls, but like as if they as if the movie was trying to make a joke of like, whoa, and like she falls. <laughs> um, it wasn't funny. Spoiler alert. Uh, so now we cut to Liz in the camper and she's like sitting in the driver's seat looking for something, I guess. Throat slit by a <laughs> Cut back to Vicky who unfalls, stands up. And she calls for Liz like a real bitch. Like she's like just leaning on the grave and she's like, Liz, hurry up. <laughs> fucking, how the fuck is Vicky still alive? I, how does Vicky have any friends? Honestly, like Vicky is atrocious. So she's annoyed. She goes to the camper, sees Liz sitting in the driver's seat. And so she opens the door and is like, Liz, and opens the door. And Liz tumbles out with her throat slit. And Vicky's like, ah! and then Vicky turns and there's like a backlit person with a cane that stabs her. And then Vicky rather than running away, dramatically turns and slams herself up against the camper, exposing her back to be stabbed over and over again. Yay! She then, <laughs> yay! No, 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 you can yay. Yay, okay. it all, yay it all day. Yeah. So then she falls to the ground and she's caned in the eyeball. Ah. Goodbye, Vicky. You're trash. Um... So now we cut to Katie in the car with the doctor driving to the cemetery. And Katie is distraught beyond belief and is finally like, the gun, the gun went off again and she fell back into the water. I wanted to call an ambulance, but we were so scared. We thought that she was dead. The body we found must have been Stevie's. That was a perfect impression. Oh, the body that was wrapped up was Stevie. Yeah. It all makes sense now. Yeah. So now they pull up to the cemetery. The camper is empty. No mm, Vicky or Liz in it. Katie walks over to the open grave, looks in. It's a full grave now. Full of Liz's and Vicky's. <laughs> Dead. Ready to be covered over with the earth's dirt. So now we cut back to... You're welcome. That was dramatic, wasn't it? Like wasn't it like very Edgar Allan Poeian? I loved it. Keep going. I'm in. Thank you. So then we cut back to the doctor, and he opens the back of the camper and opens the wrapped up body oh, bag. right, right Or right. like body blanket that's yeah. in there and he exposes the head it's motherfucking mrs slater it is She's mrs fucking slater. dead as a doornail plot what? twist so wait is it stevie so then eric what's happening the doctor says he's alive <gasps> get back into the car cut to them driving back. Katie is really indicating the shock of it all. Back at sorority house. She's like, what happened to the police? They aren't here yet. And the doctor says, they aren't coming. She says, yes, they are. What are you doing? He's grabbed her arm and he needles her 
and says, just a mild sedative. <laughs> and this is, where was that just 24 years sedative. ago, Doc? Right? This is where I wrote, the doctor, I just figured out who he sounds like. He is doing an impression of an Adam West impersonator. Adam West was the... Yep. He's not doing Adam West. He's doing an Adam West impersonator impression. That's... So that's the voice you can play in your head. And so now he tells her to get out of the car... And he continues to hold her arm and gets out of the passenger side with her awkwardly. <laughs> and the sedative is starting to kick in. So she's all floppily doppily now. Right. Okay. But still walking. Right. So he flops her into Slater's room. Okay? okay. And he's like looking for something. And then she slides down the wall and he flops her back up. And then he flops her into the main party room. And starts locking all the doors and windows. To which I wrote, why do you know how everything locks and where everything is? Right. But he does. He knows where all the keys are, all the locks, all the everything. So then he flops her into a chair in the middle of the room. And tells her, it's all right. Stay there. And he's like, Mrs. Slater was the last one I issued the drug to. Like the others, Eric was born with certain abnormalities. I warned her. It's what we expected would happen. Eric spent every summer away from the clinic in the attic. I told Mrs. Slater that his condition was worsening. She wouldn't listen. He must have seen everything from the attic window. Do you understand? I must find him. Uh. You're the last of your friends alive. Suspiria lighting. You're the bait. And she's like, no! (laughs) And he's like, don't move or make a sound. And he pulls a gun on her. Doctor. Now he's standing by the mantle. So like, okay. She's in a chair in the middle of the room and she is facing two French doors that open out onto like the expansive lawn. He is off to the side of the door by the mantle. So like if someone were to come in, they wouldn't see him right away. Mm -hmm. And she starts hallucinating. And this part was actually kind of creepy So it's like she's hallucinating her friends and a couple dancing, but it's all like they appear they're gone. They appear they're gone. It was really creepy. And then it's like Mrs. Slater with her cane, then just her cane, then Mrs. Slater, then the cane twirling, then all of her friends. They're dead. They're drowned. Like it was actually kind of creepy. Then we see someone jiggling the lock of the door behind her. So the doctor cocks his gun. And he holds the barrel like an idiot. And then a shadow outside the door starts to walk. So basically, whoever was jangling the door has now come around to the other side and is about to come in the French doors. Before he comes in, Katie says, Peter, no! Peter comes in. Peter! (laughs) And the doctor shoots him in the arm. Peter, 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 wrong place, wrong time that no one invited you to. (laughs) Oh, Peter. Everyone told you to leave, but you stayed. So turns out it was a trank dart. Okay. Okay. Because the doctor goes over to him and like pulls out his doctor bag. God, what I wouldn't give her a doctor bag. (laughs) Like an old timey doctor bag. What would you put in your doctor bag? Probably just supplies in case there was an emergency for like our sink trip. 
I would just have like my doctor bag with me. Okay. Who knows what I would put in it? My different cane heads, perhaps. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe so, a top sheet, spare top. Maybe sheet, some top in sheets in case I want to pull some pranks. Uh, <laughs> so a few napkins. Yeah. So Doc pulls out his doctor bag, and now his back is to her, right? And Katie is kind of flopping around, trying to <laughs> flop herself up. So question 12. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What does Katie do? Oh. <laughs> Can I move my body parts? Like, what? Yeah, it's just, like, really floppy. It's really okay, floppy. I, like, I could stand if I wanted to? Yeah. 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 But, like, floppily. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you know those like things at like a car dealership, a dealership where it's, like, the wind tunnels like yeah. the wind tunnel guys that's okay. how she moves okay mm-hmm. um <laughs> okay well i know that this isn't the guy this is peter mm-hmm. and the doctor is has kneeled down because he like the doctor is like oops i tranked a dude that's not <laughs> Eric. So he's like, let me get my doctor bag. Move all my sheets out of the way. (laughs) I'm going to be like, doctor. (laughs) Wait, we need these might still come. Oh, Do you have more drink darts? Okay, I like this. And make sure we're prepared. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is going to flop to the telephone, maybe? One and a half points. Um, I like yours, where you're like, let me be protected by this unfloppy person who has a trank dart and figure out how to, you know, protect myself. Um, She tries to sneak out, and she runs, but is all floppy. She flops upstairs, (laughs) and the doctor is chasing her, and she goes to hide in a room. We now see that she's, like, looking frantically through the room. And we hear the doctor saying as he's, like, trying all these doors, Don't you see? The only way to get Eric is to trap him. She's in her room looking for something. Question 13, what are you looking for? Uh, the gun. Correct. So she pulls out the gun. And we hear the doctor outside. The boy downstairs is just tranked. I don't want to hurt anyone. No one can know. It would ruin me. Katie finds the gun in the drawer. Uh, Doc opens a door. Stabbed by a cane. And he kind of like stumbles backwards and is caned off the balcony into the front foyer. Katie is listening, holding the gun. She goes into the hallway, walking very slowly. She's about to go downstairs, but she looks over the balcony and she sees a sloth-looking dude. Sloth from Goonies, not the adorable animal. uh, Standing over the doc's body. And she points the gun. But it's jammed! So she runs into the bathroom and tries to, like, fix it real quick. And she does. I guess, you know, the safety was on or something. (laughs) Sure. And then she... Looks down and it's Jeannie's head in the toilet. Ah. And she's like, ah! so she flops out 
And she like flops out onto the... When I say flop, she literally flops to the ground onto the balcony. Okay? And like kind of barfs. Yeah. A, <laughs> a lot of barfing. A lot of barfing. And then looks down over this second story balcony to the outside. Okay? So she's looking down and it's like a second story balcony. There's trash cans looking down. And then she looks up and sees a ladder into the attic. Question 14. What do you do and what does Katie do? I think she goes up into the attic. I think, so correct me if I'm wrong, this is like a an outdoor balcony. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to like hang in the corner of it with my gun and just be like, sup, bro? Like, I got a gun, you got a cane, so you got to come at me and I'm just waiting. I fucking love that. Great job. Thank nice you. work. I was trying to be like, I don't know, I'll break my ankles on the fall. So she flops up into the attic. Although she probably wouldn't break anything. She would just flop down. She would just flop. Yeah. She would just just fucking muppet off the balcony. (laughs) Flops around the attic. Flops to look down into the doorway. Right. Because there's the Clark Griswold. Right. 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 Okay. She grabs the jack in the box and puts it at the top of the Clark Griswold. Okay. To lure him up, right? (laughs) Turns off the lights, backs up with the gun, pointing it at the Clark Griswold. And then we just see shots of the house. And no one is there. No one is coming up. And we see that she is still tranked. So she's, like, having flashbacks of, like, her friends and the doctor and the dead bodies and shit trying to stay alert. All her friends are, like, talking to her from the toilet and stuff. Why did you (laughs) let me die? Or whatever. And stuff. (laughs) And the jack in the box stops. Stops? No. Yeah, it stops. Like it ran out. Like it, you know, like it's a windy thing. So it's like, you know what I'm realizing? It's a jack in the box and a music box. Because you're like, jack in the box, Uh. it pops. It is that. But then you can wind it once it's still up and it's like, yeah, that was confusing. I hear you. I see okay, you. Yeah. This was, yeah. I was like, I need to wind that with my own hands. I was like, we've got a whole different story going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's winding itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the clown, so the Jack, Jack in the Box stops, and we see that she's standing next to the giant clown costume hanging in the closet, and the head raises. No! And the hand no! lifts the cane. And goes to stab her. But she runs and she st- she fires the gun once and realizes she's a really bad shot. Uh, question 15. Last question. What do you do and what does she do? So he is walking towards her. Okay. Slowly. Kind of Michael cane. Myers style. Okay. With a cane. And I have um, a gun. And she's like, fuck, I don't know. I am a bad shot. But I can't. Okay. So I may as well not have a gun. Mm-hmm. Are my different thoughts? Does she cycle psychological him and be like Eric? Cycle psychological him. Yeah, uh, okay. you know, your happy birthday. Mm-hmm. What do you want to present? <laughs> yeah, just talk, talk to him. I like it. Or, um, where is the door in relation to me versus him and the Clark Griswold? You're a little cornered. Ish. You're a little cornered. 
he's he's kind of he's kind of backed you up against a wall at this point. Mm-hmm. What do I have? What do I have? What do I have? Do I have anything? You're doctor? in a you're in an old timey nursery. Ish. Okay. Um. I guess hand in hand we're gonna psychological him and just start being like, Eric, it's happy birthday, presents, toys. Let's you're a little kid, right? Hi. Point for you. That might work. You'll at least get some information or be dead if it doesn't. <laughs> so what she does is she throws the gun at him. Great. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. As she does this, she kind of knocks over a bunch of blocks and toys. And a toy rolls towards him on the ground. This is why I gave you a point, because he becomes very sort of distracted by the toy on the oh. ground. So at so this point... just play with toys together. Yeah. So at this point, she takes a doll, rips the doll's head off. Oh, aggressive. Because you know how all dolls have like a knife in their head, neck, when you rip the head off? You know, yeah. like all dolls do. <laughs> Just like a sharp, stabby thing <laughs> I when didn't, you rip the head off. I didn't know that about any dolls. Yeah, well, yeah. So this normal, regular doll, <laughs> she ripped the head off and it's got a stabby head knife in it. <laughs> oh. So she charges It does. For toys. For yeah, I don't, I don't think that those could get, you know, they approved by the recalled. toy. Yeah, recalled. That's what I was going for. Thank you. Yeah. So I don't, maybe they, by the time we were born, they were recalled. They were no longer knives hidden in our dolls. Yeah. yeah. So she sees that he's distracted. So she rips the head off and stabs him. Stab, stab, stab. And he falls down the Clark Griswold. So she's like, phew, he's dead. And then she flops onto the floor and goes to sleep. Oh. She's done. She's like, I did my job. I'm done. Camera on his face with the porcelain clown mask on. Eyes open. Ah. Credits. The end. That was so fun. It was delightful. All right. I'll total your points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay, me love. Yes. For your dead or lives, you got three out of eight. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> For your questions, you got 22 out of 29. For a total of 25 out of 37. Oh, damn those dead or lives. They get me. That was a tough one. But they get me too now, so at least we're even. That was so much fun. It was so bad and good. We needed a a dumb dummy. 80s movie we really did so thank you patrons you really you really saved the day you really stabbed the bad guy with a head knife for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh it's worth a watch i would literally i would actually watch this like we still figure out how to do like live 
watching some things. Yeah. I would I would add this one to the list. Was it on anything that's just like available? Uh, it was free to me. I can't remember why. So maybe Amazon I don't know. I'd have to look cuz I just have my Fire Stick so I just search for it and sometimes I don't even know what I'm watching it on. Mm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I didn't have to pay for it. So it's on so maybe something we could. that I have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it. Yay. Great job. House on Sorority Row. Uh, that's all for me. We Thanks um, for listening, everybody. Yeah. If you could go do a couple things. If you could uh, follow us on all the things at KK Sam Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Kat's also, on Twitter and Kim is on Instagram. Yes. Also, follow at KKSTC Podcast, Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar, which comes out every other Monday. We have a new episode coming out on the 29th. Um, and you can go listen to that. You can also join our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive Maybe. Uh, our Patreon, we always have like fun visual aids of all the things that we do. Merch, yes. Patreon. Yes. What else Fun do we have? Fun visual aids. Fun visual aids. What also, else do we, we have? Also, we go Kim? live and hang out. Go live. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's all. Uh, merch? I don't know. I wasn't really listening. Oh, uh, uh, great. Cool. <laughs> well, I am going to be making new merch Hopefully that says, you guys are listening because I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Kim, Kim, you know, Kim and I have known each other long enough. We don't need to always listen to each other. I was doing calendar math in my brain. Calendar so I was math. trying to figure out when this comes out versus when the episode, the other episodes come out. And I, I don't know the answer, but um, I was like, oh, should we say who's on the next episode of Kim and Kat's Survive the Cellar? Oh, I that was some tough calendar math. No, that was tough. That was tough to do on the fly. I get that. Um, I'll be alert. making. Yeah, it is. Mr. David Lawson, Jr., Mm-hmm. And Mr. Jeremy Gardner. Which you would know from many things, like Synchronic was one of Dave's movies that just came out. Uh, let's the see. Endless, After Midnight. Uh, spring. Spring. Uh, Jeremy Gardner was in After Midnight. Jeremy wrote and directed uh, After Midnight. I think he had a co-director, Christian Stella. Um and Dave produced it, and they are fucking hilarious. And so funny. Friends who really want to compete against each other, which makes the game very fun. So, it's so good. You have to check it out. Yeah. So that's all we have. Oh, if you could rate, review, and subscribe to both of those podcasts. I know you hear podcasts say that all the time, and you're like, blah, blah, blah. Why? It really helps. I don't know how, but it does. So please do it. Yes, please. This has been Kim and Kat. Stay alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay alive. Is the only one who kind of calls it out. We can tell that like Vicky's like, I'm the boss. Like that's Vicky's vibe, you know? Were you just talking to me? Oh, you had your headphones off. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I was looking at my sheet and then I saw you putting your headphones on. I was like, eh. uh. <laughs> no, no, you just yeah, I was just talking. I was just talking to the patrons. <laughs> I was just telling them a secret about you. <laughs> I'll repeat. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. <laughs> so Katie is I'd love like, to hear it. I'm interested. <laughs>